93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand presents the Preston and Steve Show podcast. And now, Preston and Steve's news updates with Kathy Romano. And it is Friday, August 23rd. Good morning, Kathy. Good morning in the news this morning. A burglar was captured on a nanny cam emptying a piggy bank belonging to a four-year-old boy who was asleep upstairs along with his parents inside their Philadelphia home Thursday morning. Ah, come on. Right? Police are searching for the suspect and a second one who entered the home on North Lithgow Street in Northern Liberties. The surveillance cameras captured the two burglars snooping around inside of Jordana Astrologo's home. One of the burglars came into clear view, unaware that he was being re- uh, he was on camera being recorded. The man ultimately eyed the child's piggy bank. The thief took the piggy bank and emptied it of whatever coins the little boy had found and saved. That's like when the, the Grinch robs the house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, yeah. <laughs> How freaking thorough do you need? Oh, why not check under the pillow? For tooth fairy, tooth fairy mm-hmm. money. I mean, they they say there's no honor among thieves. Yeah. I mean, the the, the reality, and so I assume that these are heroin addicts, and there's there's they have uh, uh, reached a point in their lives where they uh, need coins. They need coins, and they, they don't care if it's from a yeah. four year old. They don't care if yeah. it's if it's from a, a little old lady's purse. I thought. I'm sorry to interrupt, and I'm sorry to no, no, I was technicality, done. but I thought that it is honor among thieves. No, no, there's no honor among thieves. I no, there was there's no, there's no honor among thieves. There's I thought there was heard. honor among thieves. Oh, there's, you know, honor there's, among there's a oh. modicum. I think it is. There's a modicum of honor among <laughs> thieves. No, no, no. So there is honor among thieves, but in this case in particular, there's there is no, no honor, honor among gotcha. thieves. Gotcha. Oh, Thank you. I However, heard, though, there's no honor among thieves. Wow. Yeah. I've been living a lie. But Preston. in this case, there's this isn't there, there. There's only the, the thieves. They're not stealing from other thieves. They're stealing from a piggy bank. Yeah, I have heard. Once your honor, stay. Honor. Yeah, absolutely. It's the only thing I know about honor. It's Until your, you're done. It's your Until honor. You your your honor. Your <laughs> Until you get your cookies. Until you all get your cookies. Okay, are we done with this? <laughs> no, nope. uh, probably come back. No, we're just talking not, about sex, yeah. Kathy. Go ahead. Good? Okay. All yeah, right. we're good. <laughs> All right, I'm moving along. Uh, so the couple woke up in the morning to find that the place had been ransacked and the number... See, I was waiting until we got the answer. Uh, and a number of items, including... <laughs> All right, I have parts. the answer. <laughs> <laughs> right. Is there honor among thieves? There are both well-known idioms. So there's both of them. Uh-huh. We're they both- uh-huh. simply mean what they say and compliment each other very well. There is honor among thieves conveys the idea that even... People of lesser integrity can find trust in each other, if only for a short time. At the end of the same time, mistrust each other. Hence, no honor among thieves. I had always heard, like, honor among thieves, meaning, like, in prison, some of the really, uh, you know, like, uh, that's why uh, the, the, the the people that are accused of, like, child crimes and right. so forth uh-huh. are targeted. Beat, targeted by the other. Uh-huh. Yes, yes, I've heard so that. that would be honor among thieves, maybe. Sure. But uh, then the the old double cross. No, I think that's don't tread on me. That yeah, okay. Yeah. okay. Blue, blue <laughs> but ye old double cross of uh yeah. olden days. Right. I okay. think the admonishment in general is to stop uh, looking at the moose. So the thing oh is, well, yes. you got to forget about the moose <laughs> for a moment. For a, for a moment. Okay. Why don't you yes. forget the moose for a moment? I think so the that's the old adage. You didn't know one existed, and I didn't know one existed. Yeah. And now we know That's both so exist. Honestly, and you have only Beautiful one thing. person in this room to thank, Kathy Romano. <laughs> hey, right. you know what, guys? Be careful. The story that incited this My own fault. deep, nuanced conversation. Be careful. You might learn something, guys. That's, That's right. right. All right, so a number of other items were lost from that, or taken from the house, including credit cards. Uh, they later determined they apparently had accidentally left the front door open. Uh, the family says they'll never do that again. They will double and triple check. Police said that's exactly what thieves look for uh, when they are out 
about uh, committing crimes, the opportunity for a door to possibly be open. Police looked at video but do not believe at this point that the suspect is the same man involved in a rash of burglaries in Spring Garden. Anyone with information is asked to contact police. You can call 215-686-TIPS. So that's true because I have, I, my house is an array of cameras. It's unbelievable. It's like a television studio. Yeah. But outside we have a whole bunch of our Xfinity security cameras. One night there were two guys walking along and they weren't breaking into cars, but they walked up to every car door just to see if it was just open. Just checking. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they, yeah. Were, they actually drove up. I have footage of them pulling up, parking on the corner on a, a, a four-way intersection, mm-hmm. and they, they stopped, got out, and, and just walked around. It was about 3 o'clock in the morning, 3.30 in the morning, just walked around and just checked every car door. Every car wow. door. Yeah, wow. yeah. A New Jersey police officer was injured after being dragged nearly 50 feet by a car outside of a hotel. Gloucester Township Police Officer Craig Walsh was on patrol at the Howard Johnson Hotel on the 800 block of North Blackhorse Pike on Wednesday at about 11 p.m. He then spotted a teen boy running from the hotel building to a car with its lights off that was parked in the middle of the driveway, police said. Walsh approached the vehicle and spoke to the teen. Another teen boy was in the passenger seat, investigators said. During their conversation, the teen suddenly started the car, put it in reverse, and accelerated backwards. Officer Walsh was pinned in the open passenger door and dragged about 49 feet before the driver crashed into a tree. Despite injuring his foot, he was, uh, which was run over by the car, Officer Walsh still managed to capture the two 17-year-old boys. Walsh called for backup and more officers arrived to take the teens into custody. Officer Walsh was taken to Cooper Hospital where he was treated for injuries to his head, arm, ankle, and knee. A second officer was hurt. Uh, he hurt his shoulder while taking the teens out of the vehicle, police said. The teen driver was treated for minor injuries. He suffered during the crash. He and the other teen passenger were then transported to the Camden County Juvenile Detention Center. Police said they found more than five ounces of marijuana, a distribution scale, and drug-related packaging materials while searching the vehicle. The incident was captured on both surveillance and body cam video. A bike lane battle is brewing in South Philadelphia. Longtime residents say a new protected bike lane on 11th Street spanning from Bainbridge to Reed Streets has collectively eliminated a little more than 100 parking spots in the area. Well, you don't need those. (laughs) Right? It's not like parking's tight in that area. A point of contention for many who say parking on, uh, in South Philadelphia is already notoriously bad. Uh, you buy a permit to park on your block, but you can't park on your block because there's no parking. You can't park here. You can't park there, said resident Carla Range. While many admit that the new bike lane project was happening or admit that they knew that the bike lane project was happening, some claim that they were never told just how many spots they would be losing out on. Some residents say they plan on taking their complaints right to the mayor's office. While the majority of residents say their issue isn't with the cyclist or the bike lane itself, it's the buffers at each intersection that seem to draw the most da- or most anger. Residents are wondering why those spots are blocked off. So it looks like it could be like maybe it's definitely one spot, maybe even two spots where it's just uh, kind of blocked off for no reason. Not yeah. the bike lane and not for cars. In some of those areas where they have this, where there's the parking in the middle of the road, it can get so unbelievably congested. Oh, yeah. And the people who live in those areas must go out of their minds. I wouldn't doubt if something like this led to full-on civil unrest in the... I mean, mm-hmm. because you... Okay, it, it already sucks. The parking it's, already sucks, but you've gotten And used, then some. You've gotten used to that. Yes. And, but you've gotten used to a certain amount of suck. Right. And now <laughs> this comes along. This is Janet Jameson suck. Yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah. This is going deep. Big yeah, time. yeah, yeah. So I, This is bringing your friend. Yeah, I don't, uh, I, I would wig out big time. Listen, you know, I have I have a garage. I have a driveway. Um, and if somebody parks like on the, like, you know, oh, just I on know. the curb in front of my house, I'm like, I don't get angry, but I'm like, who? Who, Who are is you? That? Who why, is this? Why are they parked there? Uh-huh. Well, I, in front of my house. We've talked about this. Tim Graham's in sales here lives down, you know, by the Italian market. Yeah. 
if he doesn't leave at the right time to get home, oh, he yeah. can it's, drive around. He'll for, drive around for about a half hour looking for looking a spot. for parking. Yeah, there's yeah. just no way to live. The people that bought my mom's house uh, a couple of years ago were living in Fishtown, and they showed up to the, the to the neighborhood, and he was like. A driveway. Nobody's parked on the street. <laughs> uh, uh, I, yeah. can't, I can't fit 20 cars in this truck. Uh-huh. <laughs> and that's it. Sold. Uh, so the short answer, city officials say, is for safety for both the cyclists and those on foot for those big spots that are blocked off. Residents say the, uh, they plan on fighting to restore the road to its original state or at least petition to at least change the road into a one-way street. In sports this morning... <laughs> In their final home preseason game last night, the Eagles lost to the Baltimore Ravens. What the f*** is it? Trace McSorley threw for 203 yards and two touchdowns and also ran for a score, leading the Ravens to a 26-15 win. The game was stopped by the NFL with 11 minutes, 43 seconds remaining in the fourth quarter because of lightning. What the f*** is that? Carson Wentz again sat out for the Eagles, but several starters saw their first action this summer, and Josh McCown made his debut after coming out of his retirement to play his 18th season. The Eagles wrap up the preseason on Thursday with a game in the Meadowlands against the New York Jets. New England Patriots safety and former Eagle Patrick Chung is scheduled to be arraigned next Wednesday on a charge of cocaine possession. Chung, who was 32, was indicted on a charge on August 8th for the incident that occurred on June 25th. The Patriots issued a statement saying that they were aware of the reports but would not comment further while judicial proceedings take place. And the Phillies were off last night and begin a weekend series tonight in Miami against the Marlins. With a little more than a month left in regular season, the Phillies are two games back of the wild card spot. Vince Velasquez will get the start for the Phillies while Nectar Noisy pitches for the Marlins. Game time is scheduled for 7-10. And that is what I have for you this morning. Thank you, Kathy. Steve and I were just talking off. This uh, for, for us personally, the week has seemed like it's dragged on extra long. I don't know why, but it's felt that way. And, and if you're in that case as well, well, then you feel just as happy as we do. <laughs> yeah. About the end of the work week finally arriving. That's a wonderful thing. We have our Word of the Week prize giveaway, pair of three-day VIP passes for the Keystone Comic Con. That gets started today, by the way. And Mr. Tom Holland is going to be in town on Sunday. So now this is more critical than ever with all the Sony and Marvel news. Yeah. I have a feeling everything will get hashed out, but... I think so, too. He's perfect. He's just perfect. As Stan Lee said, yeah. that is what he had in mind when Tom Holland, when they created the Spider-Man character and, and Peter Parker. Yeah, I got to believe he'll somehow or another it'll work out. Yeah. He'll, he'll end up in that role again. But he's in town, and uh, maybe you can end up seeing him. So we'll uh, we'll give that away for the Letter Day Word of the Week Private prize. I have a few other things to give away. Speaking of uh, packs of tickets, I have those uh, four packs of four packs from Metro by T-Mobile that we'll give away later on today. Got some beer that we'll put in your hands and so on. Uh, but in the meantime, it's uh, it's just us. We're going to hang. We're going to have a good time. And we will come back in a moment with some... Uh, ah, ah! I have that Target stupid question, Kathy, ah, okay. that I meant to get to yesterday. Ooh. And we're going to see how you fare. It's a tough one. It's a tough one. Oh, okay. I have like three or four target questions I could ask. Okay. You want to, uh, yeah, let's maybe do that. Yeah, so yeah. Uh, we'll come back and we'll get to target. it. An entertainment <laughs> report as well. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Listen to all the WMMR podcasts as well as a live stream on your Alexa-enabled device. Just say, Alexa, open MMR. 
Diamond jewelry doesn't have to be expensive. Have fun buying jewelry for someone you love and don't hate the price you pay. Feel the difference online at IHateStevenSinger.com with free shipping. Buy real diamonds from a real jeweler. Steven Singer Jewelers. That's IHateStevenSinger.com. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Stupid question. We're going to give away a pair of tickets to MMR Rock Zach Brown Band Saturday, September 7th, BB&T Pavilion. Okay, so... I the uh, I grew up uh, with Target. It's a Midwest chain, so in St. Louis, I've I've right. uh, always had it. I had always had it around, but I didn't even know the answer to this question okay. about Target. This is a tough one, Kathy. Okay. Before the store Target was called Target, what was it called? Oh, okay. So I know one of them, but this was like way, mm. way, way in like the seventies. This is probably it. All right. So two one five two six three WMMR. You did your research, didn't you? Uh, nope. No, that's no? not it. Let me see it. Oh. No, no. What oh, it? okay. So, so it says before the store store Target was called Target. What was it called? Well, maybe there's more than one answer. It's well. So I'm looking for this answer. Let's see if you know. There's the like answer. a. It was like a number of things before it actually became Target, or maybe Target oh. is like the parent company of it. Okay. All right. We'll see if somebody. Uh, it is a department answer. store. So right, maybe there me, were different should I stores ask involved. A couple other questions uh, for or save these for save save it for later. Oh, we should do care. a little bit in, okay. the, in a break. Yeah. Yeah. Well, was it that? Yeah. That's it, Casey. Let me see. Yeah. That's the answer. Ah, uh-huh. Did you see that one? I, I've I've heard of that one. All right. Uh, we'll call now. Let's see if you know. And while you are calling him with your answer, we'll go through a few birthdays today, being the 23rd day of August. Uh, Julian Casablancas, lead singer of the band The Strokes. He is uh, 41 years old today. Has he dated anybody famous? Because it has. seems like everybody yeah. in that band is dated Barry somebody Moore? famous. Uh, I don't remember if it was Drew, but no, I thought she was somebody Drew Brees? Else. No, she was Fabrizio. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, that's uh, right. You're right, yeah. Uh, and then uh, Antonio Margaretti. Yeah, Antonio Margaretti. <laughs> Margaretti. Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, man, I don't know. I'm not sure. Who's it's... who's um, Kristen Wiig in Broadway? I don't know. I think she's, Fabrizio. She's in Bob- oh, maybe Fabrizio. Yeah. yeah. This guy has been married to the same lady since uh, 2005, so right. probably not and, and she's not a famous person. All okay. right. This album is awesome. This I, I don't know if you ever t- took a listen. But no, they, I did. I liked it. They did a, uh, a Sonic session for us, and the Sonic session was really, really great. What the, whatever they, you know, processing they did to his mic to make it sound like this, you know, live and everything was really, really good, but... I, I didn't really care for any of the follow-up stuff. No, but no this not was, as good. Yeah. And this is really the, the, the stuff that's still the, the biggest for them. Uh, he's 41 today. Uh, friend of the show, Dean DeLeo, the guitarist for the band Stone Temple Pilots, uh, turns 58 years old today. Big fan of MMR. Yeah, he is. Uh, longtime uh, fan of uh, Pierre Robert in particular, and yes. had him up on stage on a couple of occasions. Whatever that was Pierre was doing, I think he's pretending to play guitar, and it looked like a saxophone. I no, that was, uh, that, that was the Hooters. That was the Hooters. Was that the Hooters? Oh, yeah. uh, this was at the end of their show at the Tower. At the thing. Right. When they came out for their bow, they, they uh, invited Pierre up on stage. There to, you go. To be a part of it. <laughs> uh, but the last time we encountered Dean... Uh, was at the MMRBQ, and I gave him a T-shirt with Charles Nelson Riley on it. <laughs> That's right. And he gave me a hug. He was uh, he was just so oh, very delighted I've at that. I've been waiting for this. It was so funny because of a phone call we had with him where we went into this little conversation about Charles Nelson Riley. But uh, Dean DeLeo celebrates his 58th birthday today. Uh, it's Kobe Bryant's birthday, local guy. Kobe. 
Yeah, you know how his roots here in Philadelphia. He's always celebrating and uh, <laughs> coming back here to pay visits. And it's just great to see him around town, hanging out though. at Target. I'll, I'll tell you this though: he, he perfected here. He perfected the 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 art of glossing over things or smoothing things over with the misses. Yeah, 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 yeah absolutely. Uh, here's a five carat diamond. Sorry yeah. about that. Sorry. <laughs> uh, he's forty one. Uh, Scott Con. He just a little guy. He is. He's small. Son of James Con, and uh, has done plenty of cool things in his career. Oh, the Oceans movies, Oceans 11 and 12 and 13. Uh, Varsity Blues, Gone in 60 Seconds, Entourage. Hawaii Five-0. He's yeah. been on for quite a while. The show yeah. keeps going. And he was one of the original people talked about when they're they're talking about this rebooting of Wolverine. Oh, okay. Yeah. And you need to be a little guy. If right. You, you want to pay tribute to the way uh, Wolverine is written in the comics. He's like five foot three. Uh, so Scott Kahn is 43. Ray Park, who played Darth Maul in Star Wars Episode One and uh, Toad in X-Men. And besides that, he's a stuntman. He's done all kinds of things that you wouldn't probably go, oh, that's Ray Park. Yeah, met him years ago at yeah. one of the conventions. And a uh, super nice guy. I liked, number one, I thought Darth Maul was a, was a cool Sith. Yes! But, uh, but I liked Toad as well in yeah. X-Men. I thought it was a cool character. Yeah. It was really weird. Uh, but he is uh, 45 years old today, Ray Park. Uh, Jay Moore, comedian, uh, actor, is uh, 49 years old today. We've had him on a few times. Last time we had Jay in here, he was, he was like sick. Or, yeah. And we thought, oh, man, this is going to be horrible because we're, we're, we we're well like Jay Moore. Once the mics turned on, he went he went for it. He was great. Yep. yep. Uh, so he is celebrating his 49th today. Uh, it's Shelley Long's birthday. Yes. Uh, yeah. Cheers, your all-time favorite TV show, Nick, I think Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's the first uh, comedy that was mine growing up, and I've watched it uh, several times since and still quote it with friends all the time. And she's, uh, I, I loved her, and then I didn't love her, and then, but, the, you know, the dynamic of do you like Diane or Rebecca better? Uh, but it's just a, a great show, and she's phenomenal on it. And it, it, the great thing in my mind about Cheers is that it's timeless. Yeah. The, the comedy is just as funny today as it was in the, in 85. I just started rewatching it in its uh, in order on yeah. Netflix. And what's funny is I didn't like her character, like, at all. In fact, I married a Diane, and I never <laughs> liked the name Diane because that was a, her character, yeah, Diane yeah. Chambers. And as, like, a... Uh, an older person, an older gentleman now watching this, I appreciate her character that much more. Oh, I always dug her character. Yeah, yeah. well, I just, yeah. I was a kid. I was and like, I was she, like, comedically, she was super sharp. Yeah. And a spot on uh, Mrs. Brady. Yeah. Yes. In the Brady Bunch movies. So good. Uh, she is uh, celebrating her 70th birthday today. Uh, also, Barbara Eden. Cue the music. I Dream of Jeannie. I still love this music. I love this show. You want to talk about a show that's still pretty freaking hilarious? Yeah. And, I mean, who was hotter than Barbara Eden around that time? Nobody. No, not one single person. I thought she was one of the sexiest women to ever be on television. She still looks great. But uh, Larry Hagman's character always like, Jeannie, would you stop with the wanting to kiss and hug and have sex all the time? It's driving me crazy. Please. I want to go out and date people yeah. instead of bang the woman here who can grant any wish who's super hot. Mm-hmm. Uh, so she is uh, 88 years old today. And the, the the trivia, the bit of trivia for my dream of a genie, the part of uh, her body you never saw the yeah. entire time, her belly button. They never would show. They thought that was too too much wow. to oh, really? show her belly button. Too much. She wore huh. that that midriff uh, yeah. uh, revealing outfit, but they would never show her belly. button. I think when they, they, she appeared in the Brady Bunch, where we talk about Shelley Long, Preston, she was at the end of the second one. 
Uh, I think they did show her navel just as a uh, oh as, yeah as a joke yeah yeah uh, so Barbara Eden's eighty eight and then the last birthday is uh, a friend of ours Gary Hoey ah oh, guitarist extraordinaire what a nice guy he is what a, a nice, nice guy. guy he's come by uh, the camp out for hunger countless times because he always happens to be in the area around the holidays and he's done really really great uh, Christmas songs like this with a, a rock edge to him. And it's called Ho Ho Hoey. Yeah. Uh, so happy, I always break it out. Happy birthday to Gary Hoey. Celebrating his 59th birthday today. All right, we'll see if we can get an answer to the stupid question. Uh, Target. Before the store was called Target, what was it called? 215-263-WMMR. That is the number. And I will go to Stacy. Hi, Stacy. Good morning. Hey, guys. Good morning. How are you? Wonderful. Stacy. do you know what Target was called before it was called Target? I just spent about half my paycheck there yesterday. It used to be called Dayton Dry Goods. Yeah, Dayton Dry Goods. Oh! How about that? Hang on a second, Stacy. So I thought it was uh, Goodfellows, and I know that's somehow connected because they still have a line in the store called okay. Goodfellows. That's what it was originally called, Goodfellows. And then it became Dayton Dry Goods. Oh, okay. So if I would have asked what was it originally known right. as... But I guess technically, yeah, I would have taken either answer. Yep. Uh, but uh, but it's always, the understanding is it's always your answer. I but just wanted to make sure that you knew that I knew something about Target. Yeah. You do. <laughs> okay. That's weird. Dayton Dry Goods sounds like a, like, feed yeah. for yes, animals absolutely. or something like yeah. that. Where's your horse feed? Uh, Stacy, hang on. We are going to give you a, uh, let's see, we got a pair of tickets to MMR Rock Zach Brown Band on Saturday, September 7th, BB&T Pavilion, and some tickets for both shows. Both of their shows, September 6th and 7th, are still available at uh, Ticketmaster.com. So let's see what I got in store for you. We'll start with this. Following his estranged wife, Caitlin Carter's public makeout session with Miley Cyrus in Italy. There's more on this. Oh, yeah. It just keeps getting better and better. That was on the same day that Cyrus split from Liam Hemsworth. Brody Jenner. Brody! Is proving that what's good for the goose is good for the gander. Oh, do tell. The pair essentially made out on a Malibu beach in front of a group of paparazzi who were only too happy to record it for posterity. Are you saying essentially or did? Oh, they did. Oh. Yeah. Uh, The uh, arrangement uh, feels... This is audio of it, Preston. The arrangement feels pretty cozy, actually. Carter and Cyrus... Uh, proved their lack of ill feelings, by the way, by sending him a gigantic bouquet of weed. <laughs> a gigantic bouquet yeah. of weed. There yeah. you go. And they attached a card that said, Brody, weed like to wish you a happy birthday. <laughs> Love you, Miley and Caitlin. And the present came from the cannabis brand Lowell Herb Company, which Cyrus is an investor in. I so. didn't know that. You figure she would be, right? Sure. Uh, Jenner also recently defended her on social media, writing... There is far too much negativity being directed at someone who I love and care about very much. He's awesome. I feel the need to set the story straight. Caitlin and I have been best friends for six years, and we continue to be. We, like many others before us and many after us, grew in different directions over those same six years. I'm going to ask you a tough question here, Preston. (laughs) Who's your favorite Jenner? Oh, wow. Man, I'm sorry to broadside you with that on Friday. I mean, you got your Caitlin. You got your Brody. Yep. You got your uh, Kylie. Kylie, yeah. I I got to go with Caitlin. You got to go with wow. the original. There's just so much there. It's like a Swiss Army knife. No question. Whatever you need, yeah. it's an attachment. I yep. can't Look, believe Look, I have it. a corkscrew. <laughs> <laughs> and a tiny little scissors comes out of my ass. You got oh, any pliers? Absolutely. All right, tweezers. Yeah, let me just queef. 
Oh, oh dear. My God. Oh, gee. <laughs> well, so, it's, a, it's a little uh, different. Tweezers, please. <laughs> I, no, I have the sound of her. her okay. This is... <laughs> I'm sorry, what were we going to say? I know, I was going to say, I can't believe I have a legit answer for your question, but uh, Brody, he's my favorite general. Brody's your favorite. Okay. Uh, for, for what little I have ever watched of any of these shows, uh, all right, be he, that way. he's the one who seems to be the most level-headed of them all. Like, okay. I, you know, I, I can't believe I... No, listen, you have to. It, it's, there are many things, there are, there are milestones in life. When you get your license, when you pick your favorite general. <laughs> <laughs> These are things that you have to deal with. Brody continues on by saying, Caitlin is a wonderful person. Beautiful, Thank you. Beautiful and fun to be with. Oh, no, that one. This is the other Sorry. Comment. Always a positive force in my life. We decided the best move for both of us was to keep our love for each other strong, but move forward separately with our lives. I respect Caitlin and care. Uh, de- uh, <laughs> he loves her. Uh, uh, and cares deeply about her. She deserves to be able to move forward in her life with respect and happiness. Mad props. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's so true, though, about with the TMZ and the 30-mile zone, Preston, they, uh-huh. they, they never go outside their area. They date from within. Everybody who dates somebody, that person was dating somebody they know. It's just incredibly, uh, um, well, not incestuous, but close to it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so Hemsworth, by the way, he's just hanging out with his brother Chris in Australia. Oh, he's so. single? Yeah, uh, no, well, yeah, he is, yeah, yeah. Liam ready is. to mingle? Liam is single and ready to mingle, Caitlin, so you got a shot if you want it. Uh, many are wondering if Kate Middleton and Prince William are trying to appease the masses or score points in their alleged feud with Meghan Markle and Prince Harry by flying commercial. Meghan and Harry have been reamed on social media and in the press for taking two private jet flights to Ibiza and the south of France recently. So Kate and William's decision to fly commercial with their three kids from uh, Norwich to Aberdeen raised some eyebrows. Uh, The party of five are headed to the Queen's Barmoral Castle in Scotland. Uh, Yes, which is amazing. And surprise passengers reportedly saw the royals disembark with William carrying bags with uh, George and Charlotte's help and Kate carrying Louis. Uh, Barmoral Castle has been in the royal family since 1845 and features 7,000 acres to wander. Did you visit there when you were in Scotland? I did, yeah. It's it's, it's amazing. I gotta go to Scotland. Uh, Got to go. You could spend a whole couple of days just in Edinburgh. It's, oh my it's, God. That, it's I, that awesome. If I ever went back, I think I would only go there. Like, yeah. It to just Edinburgh? Was, yes. It yeah. was awesome. I mean, okay. we did take a day to go off to uh, Loch Ness I, and all that stuff. Yeah, and, and, and it's and, beautiful. Yeah. But there is just, it was, to me, I thought it was fun and, and the just the scenery there and the tours that you can take, the castles, yeah. all of it. What I loved is that they have sort of a very cool um, subterranean cave system where, yeah. you know, uh, they... Uh, they explain the whole history Throughout of the it. city, right? They're talking about but, but yeah. like haunted stuff and yeah. caverns and... And uh, so you'll be in a pub, and behind a, there'll be like a closet, and in the back of the closet will be a door it goes that into leads the... you down. So there's so oh, many access man. points; it's pretty. Wild. Did you do the tour I of did. those under? Yeah, I we did, did it yeah. too. Is it really touristy though? It, it, well, it is touristy, but not. I don't think it's in a, it, it's in an like... overt. Like a not not in a, in a cheap way. I, I mean, mean, I went years ago, so um, when I was there, it wasn't. There were different events that were taking place, but it's a college. Was fringe going on when you were there? No, the- it was. Um, I forget what it's called. It's either Tattoo Rose, Rose Tattoo. I know there's a restaurant here, but over there it was um, something. So there was a lot of people there for that. But it's um, there's a college there, so you get part of like the college kids, and then you get you know some of the tourists and some okay. of the locals and things like that. Yeah, it's I'm, great. I'm trying to find pricing, but you can stay at uh, Balmoral Castle. They have uh, yeah. cottages and places where. Okay. Right 
on the property. On the property, and you can um, you can be a resident there for a little okay. while. All right. Well, anyhow, uh, that whole thing is going. So when on you get out of the you get out of the bathroom. The queen's standing there with her her, her kid. <laughs> yeah, it's a bed and breakfast. That would never end. Yeah, it's shared bathrooms. Uh, Angelina Jolie's eldest son has left the nest, and she's having a tough time with it. The actress and mother of six was seen talking to students. Aww. At uh, Yonsei University while dropping Maddox off. He's 18 years old. And in a video uploaded uploaded to Instagram, she told the students, I'm trying not to cry. Uh, Maddox will be studying biochemistry at the university in South Korea. And he he has reportedly been preparing for months. Um, And uh, a source told people he got accepted to other universities but chose Yonsei. It's either Yonsei or Yonsei. Beyonce. At Beyonce University (laughs) and has been studying Korean language. And he has uh, lessons multiple times a week to prepare. Uh, Apparently he is uh, super bright. And while he'll be far from Angelina, dad Brad and his siblings, Pax, Zahara, Shiloh, and Knox and Vivienne, uh, he'll be closer to his biological family's home in Cambodia while he was there. All right, following reports of Jamie Foxx uh, had broke up his love of six years. Katie Holmes broke up with her. He is strongly denying rumors that he has moved on with a, really? young, with a young singer. So he doesn't talk about Katie, but he's essentially he says right. he has no relationship with this this girl, his, uh, his protege okay. of sorts. And he gives some examples. So he's not saying he hasn't broken up with Katie Holmes, but he's not saying he's with this girl. Uh, he's saying he's not with this girl. Right, right. All right, so he said, when I met Ed Sheeran, I didn't know him from Adam. He slept on my couch for six weeks. This is in an Instagram video, by the way, uh, that uh, he and uh, uh, the girl, Sila uh, Vave, or Vave, I haven't, still haven't heard I pronounce her damn name. Vavavoom. Um, so anyhow... <laughs> Uh, she, he said he ended up going on to do great things. Nick Cannon was 13 years old and he would sleep in my old house before Neo was Neo. He would come to the crib. Everybody comes to my crib. Everybody comes to his crib. No matter who you are. There was a young lady by the name of Sila and I did the same thing with her. Uh, the 51 year old praised her talents and then slammed media reports that they were dating following shots of them leaving a club together, her hand and his. He said, I'm escorting her to my car to put her in the car. My artist who hangs out with my kids, who's as young as my daughter, he said, referencing his daughter, Corinne Fox, uh, who is 25. But this girl, uh, Vave or Vavi or Viviva, is 19. And Fox also has a 10 year old daughter, Annalise Bishop. He said, I spoke to that girl's mom, and she put her trust in me, so we want to make sure that she has the opportunity to show you the talent that we saw. I believe him. You know why I believe I him? I do, too. Why? He hosts Beach, Beach Shazam. And oh, you can't I didn't host know it. he hosted that. He hosted it. Oh, then, yeah, you have to trust him. Uh, but, uh, yeah, he, I, I do believe him in this case. He said, enough of the unnecessary hate for the woman just because the guys are coming here and they're working hard, but when a girl does it, all of a sudden... She's an ulterior motive. Mm. Uh, he said, I know you guys are reading between the lines, but I embrace all artists who come here. What happened in the press with our girl, Sila, that's our family. We don't ever cross the lines like that personally. That's our artist. That's our family. That's our love. She's been brought into the family. She works hard. She's a beautiful singer. You wait. must be out of your goddamn mind. Wait for you to hear her. I didn't he know he saying. was one of the original, like, uh... Ed Sheeran guys. Ed Sheeran guys. Had no idea. But Me also, either. like, I mean... Sleeping on his couch. Doesn't he have a couple of bedrooms? <laughs> like, why you would think, sleep? well, right. his couch might be different than our couch. Right. It might be a king-size bed. 
that they use okay. as a couch. I don't know. Or maybe that's just the way he just defines, you know, just hey, sleeping on my couch means hanging yeah. in my house. Staying at the house. Making yeah. love to my wife. Or, you know, <laughs> there's yeah. uh, that big videotape. All kinds of uh, stuff like that. It's implications. Yeah. It's exactly right. So, was that Regis? Absolutely. Because oh, sure. when I stay with the Hulk, he lets me photograph a baggy chick. <laughs> and Jamie Foxx. Oh, my God. It's, I'm always here. Yeah. I'm like the wind. You remember that song? Yeah, you don't necessarily... I'm like see, the wind. You don't see it, but you can feel it. You're doing... Wait a minute. The Patrick Swayze yeah, song? Absolutely. Yeah. From Dirty Dancing. It's she's like the wind, but you're like the wind. I'm like... Regis is like the wind. <laughs> Absolutely. He's, he's always there. You can't always see him. No, but you can feel me. But you can feel him, yeah. Oh, my God. We actually have Thanks this. for coming tonight. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know the first words, but I'll make She's it. like the wind. She's like the wind. Ready? Here we go. She's like the wind. Like some good couscous on an afternoon. And, of course, my lovely wife, Joy, makes some great couscous. I don't mean to depart from the song, but she's a super talented woman, and she started in vaudeville. She leads me to moonlight, only the burn. This song was so sappy, but it was a huge hit. Yeah. No. I would eat couscous any day over pasta. Really? <laughs> Just oh, is that a come on? Over the place. <laughs> over <laughs> pasta? Yeah. Yeah. You mean you would put it on pasta? No, no, okay. like instead of. It's couscous, couscous over pasta. Kathy Romano this morning of local broadcaster admitted she'd eat couscous <laughs> over pasta any day. We're going out of Jim English outside the Pentagon. Is that in fact the case? Yes, that's right. She'll eat couscous over pasta any day. Thank you, Jim. So good. Little balls <laughs> in your mouth. Oh, my God. Oh, oh why did I laugh over that? <laughs> oh. Best. So good to have little balls in your mouth. Yeah. There we go. That's what she said. Something like that. All right. Uh, so I'd mentioned Tom Holland earlier because he's going to be in town on Sunday. <laughs> and he's flying. And he is at the uh, Keystone Comic Con. And uh, British comedian Dominic Holland, who is his father. I didn't know that. I didn't know that either. I don't even know who Dominic Holland is, but I didn't know his dad was a comedian. Uh, he is weighing in on rumors that his son's character will be leaving the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Both fans and Marvel co-stars, including Ryan Reynolds and Jeremy Renner, have supported Holland following reports that Sony and Disney can't reach an agreement. So his dad wrote, I have no inside track on such issues, but whatever is decided by the big suits at the big Hollywood studios, my hunch is that the show will continue. Too much at stake and too many dollars riding on it. And besides, everyone wants the same thing. Namely, Spider-Man on large screens, keeping people safe and entertained. And with Tom in the suit, uh, for the time being at least. So that's what he thinks, and I agree. Not only do I want Tom Holland, I want the support cast. I want his uh, school friends. I want Zendaya, the whole whole collective. And I know you guys got to see it still, but the way that this last one ends perfectly sets up whatever the next one's going to be. And it's going to, next weekend, it's headed back to the theater, so I will be going for sure. Absolutely. I'm excited that it's coming back. Faux show. Faux show. Supermodel Naomi Campbell is addressing her ties to the late multimillionaire pedophile Jeffrey Epstein. What were her ties? In a YouTube video, she said, what Epstein has done is indefensible, and when I, when I heard, it sickened me to my stomach, just like everybody else. I had, I've had i had my fair share of sexual predators, and thank God I have uh, good people around who protected me from this. So she said, I stand with the victims. They are scarred for life. She went on to say that she was introduced to him in 2001 by a businessman, uh, she also addressed an article in uh, the Mail on Sunday 
that question whether she should receive a humanitarian award after rubbing shoulders with Epstein, Harvey Weinstein, and Kevin Spacey. She said, I find it extraordinary that all of the hundreds of thousands of people that I've stood next to to take pictures with on a, at a public event, they've only chosen these few. If you're the article character assassination. Yeah, no. Yeah. I, if you're in, if you're a high profile person, you know, and you encounter Kevin Spacey at an event, or uh, there are a lot of people who are in uh, Epstein's sphere. It you, doesn't mean they were guilty of anything. Exactly. You, you listen. You could be really good friends with somebody and still not know, not know. some of the deepest, yeah. darkest secrets and uh, nefarious things that may, they may be up. Now, if, if the, the, a lot of people now in this case are saying that after the initial time when he was classified as a as a sex offender. Uh, that's when a lot of people, people who maintained yeah. relationships after Stuck that are a little bit more suspect. Yeah. yeah. All right. So uh, <laughs> today's Friday. Movies are opening. I've got a list of them that I can bring you up to speed on. <laughs> Gets me every time. Opening at the box office this week in just two movies that I saw. One of them is called Ready or Not. It is a horror slash comedy. Uh, Samara Weaving, Adam Brody, Andy McDowell, another star in it. Uh, it's about a young bride who must engage in a family tradition with her new husband's relatives that becomes a fight for survival she never saw coming. It it actually looks really good. What is the game? Is it like so? It, since it's called, since it says ready or not, is it like a? It's like a hide and seek. There plus, there's all there's sorts of challenges, but it's got a. Um, the reviews are really good. It's okay. got sort of a uh, a wry sense of humor, but they say they're, they're it's very tense in a lot of situations. But it's just they actually likened it to Crazy Rich Asians in a way. All so right. if that had a dark horror edge where you had to survive... Okay, so these are super rich super people. Super rich people, yeah. And this is, they get their jollies by doing... Stuff like this. Whatever this game is. Right, right. This looks intriguing to me, because you know me, I love escape rooms. Right, and, right. And, uh, and different kinds of uh, uh, scavenger hunts and things like that, so... Did wow. you see the movie Escape Room? No, no, no. It was actually pretty good. Pretty good? I thought it was going to be a piece of crap, but I said, all right, let, let me check it out. Okay. It's not bad. All right. Uh, it's now in 35 minutes, has a 91% uh, Rotten Tomato score so far, so that's there good. There you go. Yeah. All right, and then the next film opening this weekend is Angel Has Fallen. I like this series. I know it's uh, it's, it's a, a series. Easy fun. Yeah, yeah it, it yeah, started the, with Olympus, and but, then... Oh, oh, Olympus has fallen. Yeah, that's then right. London, and now Angel. Okay. Yeah. It's an action film. Everybody keeps falling. They keep falling. <laughs> uh, Gerard Butler, Morgan Freeman... <laughs> oh, Piper nothing. Parabo, Jada Pinkett Smith, <laughs> Nick Nolte, <laughs> Danny Houston, and Lance Reddick. <laughs> oh, all, all of them fall. Nick Nolte falls just getting out of his car. <laughs> yeah. Ah, goddammit. Forgot to take the belt on. Uh, let's see. Agent Mike Banning is wrongfully accused of attempting to assassinate the president. I do like in the trailer... When the drone attack happens at the beginning. Oh, and don't you think cool. that, that that could actually happen? I mean, the drones are used quite often for uh, military purposes. What I like is that Nick Nolte is playing Gerard Butler's father. Gerard Butler has his, his slight Scottish brogue, and, you know, Nick Nolte has nothing. Yep. He's almost incomprehensible. Uh, it's an hour and 54 minutes, and uh, as of now, it's got a 48%. On yeah, it's, not, it's not bad. And, 
Yeah. All right, and that's oh, we got no, we got to do clips. Clips. Uh, you 90s. know what? I guess. Oh, here they are. Are they uh, mystery clips? They are not mystery clips. No, I got the clips. Killjoys follows a trio of hard knock bounty hunters walking in a section of space known as the Quad. Or they're working, they're not walking. In this clip, Hannah John uh, Kamen explains how a show with such a unique setting remains grounded. You know, you have three characters who are kind of surviving in this world. And, you know, the, what the show has is it's grounded, even though we're in space. It's actually grounded and you, it's, it's a lot of heart. There's a lot of heart. And, and you really fall in love with the characters and you really care what is going to happen. Whatever. <laughs> I, I love this gal. Uh, nice. In yeah. Ant-Man, yeah, she played the ghost. Uh, and she was also, she's been in a bunch of stuff, but she was also in Ready Player One. She was one of the nemesis. She has got the most unique, she is uh, very beautiful, but has this most unique look. Her eyes are like this gray blue. Yeah, very exotic. Yeah, she's gorgeous. And uh, I like her accent, the whole thing. So uh, Killjoys airs tonight, 10 p.m., and that's on Sci-Fi. Let's do the next clip. Nick Nolte. There we go. Was talking about now it. you're talking. Was, <laughs> was I drawn, can't wait to hear my climp. Was drawn to Angel Has Fallen for three reasons. Working with Gerard Butler, being part of a trilogy. And, and, and well, the and last catering. The last one he explains here. Here we go. I think it was the chat. Oh my <laughs> god! I think it was the chat. Is <laughs> <laughs> the taco truck? I think it was the taco truck. <laughs> I think it was the challenge to oh. take on oh, wow. being the father. <laughs> I think it was a challenge to take out the island. And then they came out of the cave and saw the sunlight. And then they had little minions with pitchforks. And they told me to go back in. I wasn't ready yet. Do you remember? Uh, well, let it play. Yeah, wait, let's, well, it's, I got to back it up a little bit. Right. I think it was a challenge to take on being the father of Gerard. It's a difficult thing to do. To take an act. Did you hear all that yes. saliva I, I in there? I think it was a challenge to take her on the roll. Excuse me. <laughs> Action picture and try to put in a relationship. You usually can't do it and it looks smacks of sentimentalism. That's what fascinated me. Mm. Wow. That is amazing. Um, I wonder if it hurts. He was the Prince talk. of Tides, wasn't he? Yeah. But I wonder if it hurts hurts for him to talk. I wonder. I wonder if you want it, to think it would, right? It sounds like it. But if I have my morning taco, I'm pretty good to go. <laughs> Swing by the taco truck. Who did we ask? I, I forgot we had in here recently. Asked him if it hurts when they. Uh, uh, Steve O, maybe? No, 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 no. It was somebody who had uh, similar type. Oh, no, 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 no. It was. Um, uh, it was uh, Lewis Black. Because he does the yelling thing, and I'm, yes. like, I'm like, does that hurt when you right. do it? Because he, he, he does that thing. But you hear here in this case, his, his sort of passive delivery is that way as well. Yeah. So Nick Nolte oh, yeah. is always, uh, I know when we would do the camp out, and it's so frustrating, you know, now I don't lose my voice thanks to uh, Dr. Mike Cerigliano, uh, but the the uh, when you're speaking and, and those pauses occur because you're, like it's it's becoming staccato, and you you know what I'm saying. You can't get it direct. You can't have a mellifluous tone, mm-hmm. and and with him, it's oh, almost man. like you're you know you're at, hearing at the beginning of uh, Tropic Thunder where he does he, right. he narrates it. He's right. like 1968, the Bad Brothers guy. I'm like, yeah. God, man, it's just <laughs> it was not always like that. No, I no. mean it was it was gruff. He, he's always had yeah. a, a rough voice. 
Uh, I'm a ragtop guy. Totally, yeah, from 48 Hours. Right. Exactly. I always had that, uh, that, that gruff sound, but it's gotten... All saliva-y and phlegmy and <laughs> prune juicy, wow. taco-y. Well, Angel has fallen open today. So yeah, I'm sorry we got we got distracted by that incredible voice. I want to go see it. I have to go see a great movie. Uh, that is the entertainment report. It's very entertaining. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. Hey, our friends from God Shull's Turkey Bacon. Turkey Nick, Bacon. Nick, you love turkey. I love turkey bacon. It's a perfect substitute to pork bacon. There's all good, healthy reasons to eat it. I have a six-pack of coupons. Six-pack? That's an incredible amount of turkey bacon. <laughs> six full-size packages of Godshall's turkey bacon. That's a good eating. And I'll take caller number six. Why not? 215-263-WMMR. And you can look for Godshall's new easy-to-read packaging hitting your uh, grocer shelves. Labor Day weekend. And uh, they brought all kinds of good stuff. So I'll run down the the menu here in a little bit for us and our guests this morning. We'll take a break. We'll return in a moment, and uh, we'll dive into everything we got this morning as we wrap up the work with you, work with week with you. Ah, screw it. We'll be right back. <laughs> the Preston and Steve Show podcast, ninety-three-three WMMR. Everything that rocks. Let me follow this up. I just have two more of these questions, and then we'll move on to something else. But uh, Kathy's trivia knowledge. Okay. Or, I'm sorry, Kathy's target knowledge. Well, the specific, yeah. That's where we figure you're going to dominate. Yeah, so we, we asked the, the question earlier, what was the, the original name of Target? And it was the uh, Dayton Dry Goods Company. So what year did Target.com officially oh. launch? What year did Target.com officially launch? the other Kathy? question for you. Do we have any uh, contest music say- there? Hold on a second. Let me guess. So I know that uh, you said you grew up with it, but I think that it hit like uh, at least um, where I grew up, like 90s, maybe even late 90s. Can you narrow that down to a year? Well, so then the online target, and I remember when it happened because I was so excited. Uh, Do you remember, were you in a room? Can you remember furniture in the room? Was there perhaps a newspaper with a headline and a date on it? I'm going to say 2003. That was in the 90s? Is no, that, that's when Target, the oh, store. Okay. Oh. Is that your final answer? Yeah. You should have gone with your first instincts. It was 1999. Oh, man. So late 90s. Oh, I'm disappointed. Late what? 90s. Did we learn nothing from Match Game? Always go with your first yep. guess. Mm-hmm. All right, and then the other one, and don't answer because I think we all know the answer to this. Right. What 1991 movie starring Jennifer Connelly takes place entirely inside a Target store? I don't know. You, you, you don't know? know this. What? I 1991. Inside Target. Inside yeah. Target. Jennifer Connelly. There's a very er- erotic scene where she's riding a... Uh, a horse. A horse. A mechanical horse. Oh, really? Oh! The kid... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The kid ride. Okay. Oh, yeah, they end up being there... To, to give you the plot of the okay, movie, yeah. they, they get locked in overnight and these burglars come in and they, they essentially have to stay in there all night to avoid these burglars. You don't know? No. Steve? You know the answer? No, I don't. Oh, I thought you did. Uh, career opportunities. Career opportunities. I just wanted to make her feel as if she was. As if I should know. An obvious. I mean, I, I do know the movie. I just don't forget the, the name of it. Okay, so there's your uh, target trivia. I'd love it. Yeah, more. Target we should actually trivia. do some more extensive stuff because I think, uh, and then other elements too. Uh, the, the fact that you were so acutely aware of your own <laughs> local targets layout. You know what? So, so I know a lot of people that are Target obsessed. I see it all over Instagram and, and, and Facebook and stuff like There's that. Cups. And then, and then 
What? You have people like my mom who are Kohl's obsessed. Yeah. Oh, no. There are Kohl's and uh, like the Kohl's cash people. Do you guys war with them? No, no we don't war with them. They just. I just so like the bloods and the crypts of department stores? I respect their love for Kohl's and <laughs> Kohl's cash. I And you know what's weird? As much as I love shopping, and I never go to Kohl's. Do you know what, though? Kohl's is becoming a, it's becoming a hybrid thing. Person, you had this story about Kohl's now incorporating like. Um, Health clubs and all that stuff, what? right? Yeah, that yeah. They the, the, were eliminating now. a lot of the. the, the, the I mean, they're, they're they were going to start building them next door, right? Yeah, yeah. and like becoming that sort of thing. And you know what? It's, for me, it's convenience. In When I grew up in Bucks County, I was right down the street from a Walmart. I loved Walmart. And then when I moved to Conshohocken, I was right down the street from Target. Loved Target. So I think it's just convenience for okay. me. And, you know, speaking of uh, of, of retail stores and um, versus online shopping, there was yet another casualty locally. Legendary place yes! going out of business. I Goldberg. That blew my mind. Is going out of business. <clears throat> it's been in business for over 100 years. Mm. And it's being shut down mainly because of online competition. That's sad. I had this conversation yesterday with uh, with Marissa, and I always try to support brick and mortar places. And I'll go out, and and a lot of times I'll go out, and I'm I, I will go. Okay, I know this place is going to have this. Yeah. And a lot of times I show up, and they don't have it. And I'm like, I know you can't have everything for everybody, but more more often than not, like I went to a a large store where you build your own furniture. <laughs> And uh, I thought I, I thought for sure they were going to have these items I was looking for. Yeah. And and no 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 we don't carry those. I'm like well, you know I, I don't know I I guess is I don't know if, if which came first the chicken or the egg in this situation did we get so used to or or. Well, oh, the, you can just get it online and you assume the stores can do that as well. But the problem is, is a lot of times when you can get it online, you're, you, you're getting it for cheaper. You can find a coupon. You can find something that's going to make that exact same item. And even if it's like a named name brand item, right. you're going to find it cheaper. Usually See, those brick and mortar stores, they're not going to put that on sale. But you know what, Kathy? To, that doesn't speak to me at all. I, I never, I never go for the better deal. I just go for what I want when, when I get it. When you want it. it. Mm-hmm. So, so the reason that I do my online shopping is because... Uh, here's this thing I want, and if I don't buy this now, I'll probably forget about it. <laughs> yeah. And so, you know what? Let me just click on this and get one, and and I'll have it here in a day or two, and I'll be happy. As opposed to no, also trying to find out where it is going in the first place. It's not there, and then getting frustrated and just screw it. I'm not going to get it. But the, the place where I do most of my retail shopping actually are hardware stores. That's hardware it. stores and in a hardware store. No, I do. No, yeah, because I, I do as well. Rather than order something that I need to get something done around the house, there's an Ace Hardware in Harleysville, and it's close by. And I just, I always just, just go, get go it. right there. But I that's go get kind that. of what I was. That's kind of what I had in mind. What things that you're going to spend a little bit more money on? I'm not necessarily talking about you know clothes and things like that. But if you're going to make a larger purchase. Some of the bigger retailers are going to, you, you'll get it, well, at least in my research and when I've, I've purchased things, I'll find it for a better deal or I'll get that, you know, whatever discount that they're currently having or deal where the brick and mortars, they don't always put it on sale. You're not always well, going to get it. They try all these different things where you can, okay, you order on the app and you go and you pick it up immediately if they have it. I have gone online to see if a store had something immediately. Chuck had an idea. I don't know. Listen, I'm, I'm going to betray Chuck's idea, which I think is could be a, a great idea, and maybe I'm going to lose him millions of dollars in the uh, in mentioning this. But what the hell? Uh, <laughs> if the stores had a cooperative sort of way of always giving you up to the minute inventory, where you could, if there was a centralized, as Chuck's idea, and I think it's a great idea, an app that you could go to that could tell you instantly within proximity. Uh, you know which store had what you were looking for. Mm-hmm. Like they if do they that. could all, 
what is that site? What is that app? Well, I mean, it's that centralized. It's, it's not a yes. Yeah, it's, it's not a universal so, so, thing. So take, take the model. Take Amazon. But he's, he's saying not store specific, right? Yeah, like yeah anything just within within you, this radius. Right? I want this. all these stores have this, right? And you you pick your how your, many in inventory? How close to me? And and yeah. then and then that way. It's almost like the uh, Miracle on 34th Street, you know. Well, we don't have it here, but they have it over there. Right, right, right. So that could help. But but it is, it's it's something you do want to do, but it, it's just hard to argue. And I know, Preston, that laziness thing also where you're like, I'm going to forget about these AAA batteries that I need. So right. you just order them. So, but like, you know, store specific. If I know that I need to get this one particular item and, and I get it at Walmart or Target or Home Depot or right. whatever, I go to that website, I click, and it'll tell me which store close yeah. to me has it. You know, it's also the, the things that they, they throw in, Preston. I go to a place, <clears throat> I go there for one service, but they always throw in a happy ending. And if they can have a value weird. added, yeah. right? What? A value That's added. Really value added. Gift with purchase. A gift with purchase. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, anyway, I think it's sad that I, bo- I go. I've never been there. It was, it's a there. surplus store, but right? I, but yeah, it's a, it's a you know military surplus store. I love store. those. We, I we talked too. about those. And I haven't been in ages, and I've never been to that one, but I'm, I was a little hurt hearing that. That, that it was closing, Well, yeah. it's been around for so long. I used to love to go to Army surplus stores. There was in, in Northport, Long Island, there was an Army surplus store and, you know, anything. I don't care. You could take a toaster, but if it was painted with camo, <laughs> yeah. I want that. There's yeah. one that literally just opened in the shopping center near my house, in the Lawrence Park Shopping Center. There's a, I think it's called, like, Sergeant Ben's or something like that. Really? Yes. And it's an Army-Navy surplus store. Okay. Well, that's cool because, uh, you know, now you know me. I'm, I'm a sucker for anything that has right. the word tactical yeah. in front of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, tactical protractor or whatever. It doesn't matter. But, uh, yeah, but this one, you always knew. It was a legendary arm, uh, um, Army surplus There was store. one in Paoli that was literally, it was just called Army-Navy. <clears> and uh, so it was Army-Navy store right in Paoli. And it was the most densely packed store I can ever remember growing <laughs> yeah. up. Tons of inventory. Yes. Yeah. There's like, oh, hey, here's a section of pants that you have to weed through like bamboo. Yeah. Uh, and then there was an I Goldberg in the in the shopping center near the McDonald's where I worked. And uh, that was there for a long time. I think it's a Chuck E. Cheese now. But I, I, I Goldberg was a chain, right? Yes. Okay. Uh, at least to the best of my knowledge. Marissa? Yes, I'm so glad you said that, Nick, because there used to be one on Route 70 in New Jersey in Cherry Hill where we used to live. And I'm pretty sure, like, on the weekends, my parents would just drop me and my brother off. At I Goldberg? At, at I Goldberg. So we would, like, play hide and seek and, like, yeah. army man in the store. <laughs> you guys yeah. want to go to the army surplus? Store? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. You lived in New Jersey. Yeah. What? Yes. In Cherry Hill. That. Yes. When? when? From when I was born till second grade. Okay. Oh, okay. Oh yeah. All right. So those I, were the I'm best years yeah, of my no. life. <laughs> Spending weekends at the Army surplus store. Uh, wow. Your parents just uh, let you alone by yourself in the <clears throat> store when you were. What saying? Marissa didn't realize oh, is man. that they were actively <laughs> attempting to abandon them. Dude, that was I. I loved <laughs> being left alone them. in the store. My mother, oh my god, I told you, it'd drive her crazy. I would go hide in the displays and stuff, and she'd think that you know. And then, uh, and then I would, and then I couldn't find my mom later on. Then that's when they'd have to do the announcement. We have a little boy here at the front desk. Uh, if anybody attention, missing attention. a little boy, yes, yeah. he, has I, a, he has a mullet. No, yeah. uh, I used to go, Preston, years later when uh, occasionally I'd take my mother. And I could drive a 17, 18, you know, to a department store or whatever. I would go to security and have oh, them do. No. Attention, we have a lost young man here. Uh, and it was you <laughs> as a teenager? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's Wait, funny. you would do that to your parents? Yeah, like, my mother would come around the corner like, you <laughs> son, of, son a bitch. of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> we had, uh, we, awesome. Strawbridge's is the, is the store that I would kind of disappear from my mom for a little bit. But they had a section that was just for giant stuffed animals. Okay. 
And I swear to God. Would you E.T. it in that? No, Steve, I, I basically acted as if they were pets in a pet store. And I would talk to them, and I'd be like, when I am older and I have the money, I'm going to come here and save you. I'm going to buy all of you guys. Oh. Yeah. This, so this this next month, I'm on break from college. Right. I'll come back. It's your first year at her science. I'll, I'll come back one day. I'll come back. I'll come back one day. I, I graduate next year from college. I'll come back and I'll buy you all. Oh, I'm bummed because that actually, that store is now a Target. And, and I love Target. Don't get me wrong. But I'm bummed that, that it's not a Starbucks anymore. I remember. That was a great store. They man. had some yeah, weird, like, mm-hmm. a, do you remember Woolworths? Used yeah. To, used to have a pet section. Yeah. 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 The, the birds. birds. Yep. Yeah. No, Kathy, <laughs> up in Long Island, they had one that had this old syphilitic looking monkey. Oh, what? what? Oh, wait, Sit- a monkey? Yeah, on a, a monkey. Like, yeah. Did he work there? I'm in Woolworths. <laughs> Yeah, Even the monkey was like, I don't know what the hell's going on. Woolworths even had like a like a diner counter. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, so you could I get love your monkey that. Di- yeah. Lunch. <laughs> Strawberry just had a full on restaurant. Pack was- of condoms, a stuffed animal, and a monkey. God, they had everything. <laughs> it's like Cho's. It's like a department. Yeah. Store version of Joe. You can always count on getting, you know, uh, mashed potatoes that they'd use an ice cream scooper to, uh, yes. yep. yeah. Yeah. Yep. to put on your plate. <laughs> Basically, it wasn't mashed potatoes. It seemed like hard steam. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. No taste to it whatsoever. Wow. Okay. Well, I, I wonder if, um, you know, what, what the fate of, because the retail locations are never going to completely go away. We are never no. going to have a day where it's exclusively right. online shopping. It's just interesting interesting to see which ones survive and which ones don't. I think it's a case of making the destination the event. So like with the King of Prussia Mall, which continues to be I think, yeah. perhaps the most profitable mall in, sure. the, in the country. Yeah. Uh, that's an event. You're not you you're not going to get that online where you go and there's just things going on. I mm-hmm. think it, it needs to be like the Mall of America. Right. You know, yeah. I mean so people go that provides a whole bunch of that's value added. Yep. You know, like the massage parlor I go to. Right. <laughs> um, so retail therapy is a real deal thing. And Kath, do you go shopping when you don't even need? Like you'll just go to a store not knowing what you want or need, and just sort of walk around until you find it. I mean, Browse. like if I'm at the King of Prussia Mall, yeah, that's kind yeah. of the point of it. You know, if I have some time to kill. Uh, but there's yeah, like I have to be in the mood. There are days where I am not in the mood for shopping, and I'll go for what I need, and that's it, and and leave. But then there are days where, and if I I find something good that I wasn't looking for. I'm like, this is like a brand oh, new day. Sweet mystery of life. At yes. last yeah, but that's the whole purpose of retail. Yeah. That's that thrill of, of oh my god, for the, you you were given to me by God. Now let me ask you this: a different kind of shopping. <laughs> that's what she goes. Yeah. <laughs> what about food shopping? Do you enjoy? Hate you hate, hate it. it. I hate every second of food shopping. <laughs> I don't want to step foot in a food store. See, my my kids are, or my my wife is different because I remember my son Carter. He's like, Dad, Mom asked if I wanted to go to the grocery store, and I said yes. He goes, We were gone for three hours. <laughs> <laughs> oh, see, you can't do that three to them. Hours. He was so pissed off. If I have to go to the grocery store, it's like. Like I'm speeding through the aisles, like I'm in a, a game show. I'm okay. like, sure. You, do you still eat grapes, Jace? Grapes, like in the car, <laughs> like, like like a paramilitary. Oh. Yeah, I know. I, I hear you. My, what, years ago, there was a supermarket, uh, Long Island. King Cullen was the name of the place. Huh. My mother would have this nine-page list. It was a lot more. Uh, you know, they sold everything. She had the S and H green stamps with the, the you know the coupon where you get all the stamps yeah. and you'd start. You'd get food, mm-hmm. and and then we were getting our encyclopedia set to. That, those shopping journeys were like 
Forever. Forever. Yeah, yeah. It was just torturous. Yeah. I'm I'm not a fan. That's uh, why I developed games like poking holes in the ends of the uh, of the uh, paper towel rolls. Uh, <laughs> the little games you play. I mean, just to something. kill time. Come on. Yeah. Or maybe you'd do something that would piss mom off so bad she never yes. takes you again. Sometimes you had to play rough. Yeah. Well, that would often happen, and then she would forget, and then she would ask me to go back with her again, and then she'd be like, oh, yeah. Really forgot you're an a hole. <laughs> oh, I I used to hate. Go going, talk to the stuffed animals. Going to the grocery store with my mom because she was infamous for in line putting the stuff up on the conveyor belt. I forgot something. No, and leaving me there. You can't and, do that. And now I'm there, and everything's rung up, and, and they're the cashiers looking at you. standing, at, staring at me, and I'm just standing there like. Uh, she went to get salad dressing. She should be back soon. And then, of course, she'd come back with like a new cart of things. Right, right. <laughs> As I was that's in illegal. If that there's people, and if there's people behind you, oh, you can't was, do and that. And I hated it because I, you know, they're staring at me, and I'm like, oh no. Finish your transaction and then go back and get online again. You can't have someone lock up a whole line. Well, well, you go look for your whatever. Gary Goldman, if you want to listen to one of the, I, I think, best comedy bits of the past, you know, decade or so, he's got a whole bit about that uh, Trader Joe's that's really, really good. And it's, <laughs> and it's, I believe, taken from real life. Yeah. And, then, you know, turned into a comedy bit. But, yeah, Steve, it's illegal. Steve, my, my uh, Target card actually got, like, a, a hit on it or an alert on it. And they contacted me because uh, I had gone in and out of the store and <laughs> used the credit card, like, three different times because I kept forgetting something. And one day. In one day, it was like within an hour. Oh my god! And yeah. so they, yeah, they contacted me. They were like, "This is fraud alert." Just want to make. Well, I was that's like, good. No, they did me. that. Yeah, yeah. At, least, at least they had an eye on it. Wow. You probably get the maximum pass, though. You, you know. They're like, "Oh, it's her again." Yeah, was, somebody bought a piano. I I do get a little bit embarrassed when I go into the Target in Plymouth meeting because I'm afraid. I think that the cashiers look at me and they're like, "How is she here again?" Well, yeah. it's probably what like else could she Nick, need when Norm would show up at Cheers. Yeah, Kathy. When, when Kathy goes into Target. <laughs> Kathy, Kathy, ladies and gentlemen, Kathy is here. <laughs> Kathy is here shopping. How's it going, Mrs. Romano? There's also a woman at, at the return desk, and I'm like, oh, please don't be her. Please don't be her. Oh, uh, Kathy. <laughs> Why? Because I'm I'm always returning something. Okay. Oh, my God. See, I have literally two different targets that are, like, equidistant from my house. And they're so both like in, split it up? They're both in Springfield. So if I were you, I would just kind of go, all right, well, I'm going to go to the, the Springfield Mall. Here's my purchase, and target here's my today. return target. Yeah. Well, here's what I should do. I should I should split time between the one here yeah. right across from us and then the one at home. I mean, if you are getting embarrassed, yes, absolutely. That's what you should do. Mm-hmm. Wait, but your uh, your husband does the grocery shopping, right? Because you, you you dislike it so much? I, I hate grocery shopping. Yeah. I absolutely hate it, yes. And that's so funny because the, the one thing is, is therapy for you because I like grocery shopping. I can spend time in the grocery store, uh, store and not have a, a... Well, it's food. Get bored by it. I guess yeah. it's the food. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But it, on the, like, I'll, I'll still be like the kid in the mall when he's eight. Like, you dragging me around. I get exhausted. I feel like I, I just, <gasps> the last place I want to be is... Oh, I still... Don't, in don't you miss... Yes. Don't you miss that time in your life? You can't do it as an adult where you could just lay down on the floor and go. Ah, I sweat when I when I shop in the mall. When I go to the mall, I need to go to where I need to go, and then I need to get out of there. I cannot spend. You get, you perspire. I, yeah, where are the stuffed animals. Oh, uh, like especially no, I, in I, the in the winter when it's heated. And oh, all that. I'm like, oh my god. Lisa, I, no, I, I'm with you on that. Yeah. So, some some stores cause uh, sweating. They need um <laughs> the malls need a coat check. Do they have a coat check? They need a coat check. Yeah, know. you can you can do that. Coat There's check? Yeah, absolutely, <laughs> and and many of them will give um a free <laughs> free hernia checks. Yeah. No, there there's um. 
what I always do is I just leave. I just leave the uh, the coat in the car. You know, I, I just even you know, in the winter. I even do in too. the winter, I do too. I, I, because it, it's just oppressive, especially when you're carrying stuff around. These little things you learn. So I thought you meant Casey that you sweat from like anxiety. No, 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 no. No, because he's dancing. You know, oh. he's walking on sunshine. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Yeah. The whole time. It's hard to walk the whole mall with that and not sweat. Oh, I'm so hot. <laughs> I'm dying. <laughs> oh my god. Anybody else foster your son is here. He's dying. <laughs> I went grocery shopping two nights ago, and I, I, to you guys, I looked at pineapples a little bit differently when I was in the oh, grocery yeah. store. Yeah. yeah. You know what? I haven't been since that conversation, yeah. and now I'm not. I'm, I'm going to be looking at, at people's cards. Yeah, one of our. I see an upside down pineapple because apparently that means you're a swinger. Yeah. Somebody who listens to the show posted a picture of the, their card with the pineapple turned upside down. Oh, yeah, it was really? Give me one. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, yeah, he's great. He's, he's, he's a, great. Follows us on Twitter. You know, yeah, I, yeah. I might do that just for fun, just yeah. to see if people if I get a reaction yeah. from somebody. Yes, you know. Yes, you should. That could be fun. Do you? Do you swing? Yeah, yeah. Or do you play? Remember, that's what the... Oh, is that what it is? Yeah, the guy said, Marissa. Well, you've ruined white pants now, too. <laughs> yeah. So I was at dinner on Blanc last night, and the night before, I was a cage the elephant, and the lead singer peeled off his pants, and he was wearing white pants, and I looked around, and I was like, who who knows what I'm talking <laughs> about By the right way, how was, uh, how was dinner on Blanc last night? It was great. It was yeah. great. It was on Boathouse Row. Mm-hmm. Um, I rode my bike over, which was great, because then I rode my bike up and down uh, the strip to see everybody. They set so, a record in attendance. Yeah. 6,000? Is that what the number was? Totally? Yeah, that's what I, I read. It, it yep. was crazy because everybody was coming in just one way. So it was kind of like, I, I was comparing it to church. Like you have to wait till like one group sets up and then the next group has to set up and waiting and waiting. So that did take a little while, but, so but do it was you, amazing. So do you bring your own tables and chairs and everything, right? Yes. Yeah, now, yeah, Now do yeah. they have their own... Or do you just, from home, you bring your own? Yeah, you bring your own table, your chairs, your spread, and everything like that. I would say that I just bring a table and chairs. I bring champagne and a cupcake to celebrate my birthday, and that's it. And then I wander around. And eat other people's food? Well, I usually eat before. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But, uh... But yeah, but people bring these like beautiful tablescapes and wedding cakes and lights and flowers. It's a lot to lug around. I don't like that. It is, and yeah. it was hot yesterday. Yeah, do, that's true. Do, is there any food for sale? You can um, buy catering ahead of time. Oh, so you can get there and then pick up a box. Marissa's like, not like she. I think you still love the idea of this, but. The event itself has gotten a little bit too mainstream for you. Well, so last night I actually um... Gary Lauer was there. That's the <laughs> <joke>. <laughs> <laughs> you changed my mind. No, last night for the first time ever, I went as a member of the media where they have a little table set up already. Oh, and I um, that's, and I went by myself. Um, and then it reinvigorated my love for the event. Oh, so oh. Yeah, you get the privilege. Marissa, treatment. Marissa, yeah. no, over here. Get away from that. No, yes. no I think You're that... with the media. I don't mind the event at all. I think, I mean, I've never, I've actually never been in eight years of its existence. I've never been. I think we should work on getting them to go with us, Marissa, and oh. we all go as a show. Yeah, that would be amazing, but you guys would hate Casey it. said no. Well, Nick, Nick was saying that. Who for the media table? It wouldn't be so bad. And he's going to touch on this, I think, but, but you were saying that you saw reactions and, and the, the, the impression you got is, if you love it, you love it. If you hate it, you hate it. The people that really hate it, really hate it. And I don't quite understand Matt, that why. Matt Cord hates it. That why, why they take their anger and frustration out here's, on people like Marissa who are just enjoying themselves at yeah. an event. Yeah. Live and let live. You don't have to go. My right. opinion, I, I, 
I would never do it. That doesn't mean I hate it. Right. I, yeah. I'm just like, I, I, I'm not going to go do that. But people look at it with but, such disdain, and yeah. they think that, like, everybody that's there is being pretentious and being snooty. And no. by that might be the case. By, yeah. Well, but by commenting on that, you're kind of pointing out that you're, your own insecurities. Yeah. And, and, you're, and you're, you're being equally yeah. as, as uh, you know, uh, intolerant in your way. But the truth of the matter is this. If you enjoy it, I don't mind. If, if, I still think the pictures are cool of everyone yeah. dressed in yep. white and that big whole thing. I would never do it. I, don't, I, I like to go to places where the furniture's already fixed. Yeah. I, I don't hate it. I just wouldn't do it for a couple of different reasons. Reason number one, I don't wear white pants because most of the time I got skid marks. So I uh, do not want How that. How about skid marks on Blanc? Skid marks on Blanc wouldn't be bad. Uh, so I don't like white pants uh, because that would uh, that would be the embarrassing. Would yeah, 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 it would be very, very embarrassing. Do you me. have an event where wow. the poop wouldn't be as visible? Right. <laughs> uh, secondly, brown on brown. <laughs> I don't. I don't want to carry all my stuff anywhere. You know, I don't. Th- this is fine. I used to, for some reason, when I would see things that people were enjoying that I didn't necessarily enjoy, I would get mad at it. I don't know why. Oh, you're one of them. I, I'm working on it, Kathy. <laughs> but like when I see, you know, these people going to like a Kenny Chesney and. You know they're where they're wearing their their country cowgirl costumes, right? And stuff no, like that. Case, I know yeah. what you mean. You yeah. know, all of a sudden it's. It, I I used to be this way as well. When you found out that something was a thing and you didn't know about it, you're <laughs> like, oh, well, that's just stupid. You know, it's because I didn't know about it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I, but you I, know, we all I've, go through that. I've we all go through to that. Go, Dumbass. If There's no reason to get mad. Yeah, if you, no, but we all do that. So cause sure. what it really is is that. Why is it I? I know, and, and that's really it. So, and, and yeah. so you react that way, and you're right. You mature out of yeah. it, but but in this case, you know, I don't want to carry my damn table out. And then you find out last second. All the things that make this attractive are things that would annoy me. Yeah. Not sure about where you're going to be. Well, oh, on behalf of Dinner and Blanc, you guys are all invited next all year. Right. I just want to be invited. That's all. That's <laughs> You're invited. All. But, no, so uh, I, I was invited to write a pro piece for the uh, Inquirer last week. Um, and literally the punchline, if you haven't read it already, is it, it, if you're mad at it, it's just because you've never gone. But you don't want to go. So, like, stop being mad at it. All right. That's a good point. I like it. Yeah. That's, that's a good yeah. point. So, Marissa, you were able to ride your bike there. Um, how do people who don't have bikes or access to Center City, how do they get in and out? Because especially, there's no, like, subway stops along. Mass Transit on Blanc. No, I'm serious. Like, <laughs> yeah. how, how do you get there? Well, so, like, that's kind of the whole fun of the planning of it. So, when you sign up, you choose a location to go. And so, you can actually, like, look at the map and choose a spot that you uh want to to meet up so i used to like look at it and say okay this is near a subway stop this is near a subway stop it's obviously near somewhere that is near a subway stop or you can look at it and say these are not near subway stops you're probably getting on a bus okay and then going there so a lot so of they people bust people in went on a bus yeah oh. like our our uh, paula from down the hallway she met all the way in um Old City at Fifth and Vine, so she mm-hmm. got in a bus. Do suburbanites go? Do suburb? Yeah, people so I, have, I have a bunch of friends that went, and um, actually, that's what I wanted to tell you, Preston. They went in all white, brought their tables, chairs, and they brought an enormous Lorenzo's pizza. Ah. <laughs> oh, that's great. That's great. Here's here's what I was wondering this morning, though, is if all of a sudden it moved to the burbs. If you would participate in that, no way. Because you're a city, you're you're a, you're an urbanite. Kensington on Blanc. It would be no. Kensington's in the city. You're gonna make me sound stuck up. It'll never move out there. It'll no, I, I know. I'm just saying. What if? I mean, would you would she you go, go to no. King of Prussia? Would you you know? Would you go to Phoenixville? Would you you know go to Doylestown if it were all of a sudden sent out that way? It's never. But it's no, it's probably always, not. It's always in the same sort of spots though. It's not. It's not like Kensington. It's it's, it's Boathouse Row. It's it's. 
Yeah, the, the Navy, Navy Yard. Museum, Navy Yard Museum yeah, steps. The, the parkway. They're not going to stick yeah. it anywhere else but those places. I would consider taking a train out there if I could do it and take an Uber back. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Okay. Maybe. <laughs> yeah. We already have awesome things like this. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like media well, this... has dining under the stars every Wednesday night and you don't have to wear white. Sure. And... Yeah. This is, this is also a worldwide event, right? This is a well, this is the biggest one. It's a global event, yes? Oh, yeah. It yeah. started in Paris like 25 years ago, and they don't even plan it out. Like, there aren't organizers who are going and getting permits from the city and such. They're, they literally just pop up, and everybody comes, and the huh. city doesn't All know right. about it. Here, somebody says, why can't Dinner on Block raise money for charity? Ask Marissa. It does. It does. Uh, no, it doesn't. It, oh, it no. doesn't. No. I always thought it Shame did. On you. There's a girl named Charity that all the money goes to. <laughs> oh, yeah. She's a stripper. I thought it did raise money for charity. So they do do pre-events that are for charity, but when you buy your ticket, it's just so that they can do the permits and, like, pay for you being there, the buses and things like that. So... Okay, how much is it a ticket? I agree that they could tag on more money and it could raise money for charity and then yeah. it would do something. But Listen, and I'm I'm the first person to support any charity, but I don't think that every single event has to have a charity aspect to it. No. This started out as something fun. It was very small when it started, mm-hmm. right, Marissa? And it was they were basically just covering the cost of it. Now, I don't know what it is now and if they're making money off of it or not, but... Um, it just kind of grew from the initial stage. Yeah, it ends up being like I think ninety dollars or something. Ninety dollars per ticket. It. Yes, and well, that and is your fee to like <laughs> belong to the dinner en blanc. And and again, you go there, and they had um, somebody's making money yeah, on this. Yeah, for sure they are. <laughs> ninety yeah. bucks to take I'm sorry, I don't permits don't cost yes. that much. Yeah, no. I don't know if you ever planned something in Philadelphia, it's not that easy. No, it's fine if somebody wants to do something for profit. That's yeah. totally sure. cool. That's totally and, and in fact, sometimes charity, God bless them, I'm involved in several charities, but sometimes they can get very catty and very yeah complicated and uh, and turn ugly. I'm not saying it's a bad thing. No, at all. but quite often you're right. What ha- it gets away from those people. Uh-huh. That's why we're we're big fans. We we try to be. Of, of transparent charities where the money Absolutely. raised goes to the cause yep. because you get this big mechanism involved and then the money somehow starts to go to office furniture and things yeah. like that. Yeah. yeah, and the ticket price was they had like a 12-piece band and they had like a, a DJ and, and roller skaters doing a thing and a guy just writing poems on the corner. Oh, and that's awesome. A guy on, um, what's the one-wheeled, big-wheeled? Unicycle. No, 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 no. no, no, no. The, the farthing. Penny, penny farthing? Penny farthing. Penny farthing. Um, farthing so, okay, so, yeah. all right, it's $90 a ticket. And there's six thousand people there. Are all six thousand people buying tickets, or are they just no. kind of, you know, right, yeah? Right? No. So how many of those six thousand no, are actually the media? Don't have to pay. I'm sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> how many of those? How many of the six thousand do you think actually bought a ticket? Uh, probably a good amount of them. Um, That's not a number. Well, because I he doesn't know. I, I don't know the answer. Give me the to exact that. number but and the like, height of everyone. Yes. I mean, I pay for it when I join the like when you go find your meeting spot and stand in line for two hours. I pay to do that. Yeah. Right. Do you think it's half? half probably 90 percent okay yeah I mean, it's a it's big ra- thing if though. it's raising half a million dollars for a pro- for-profit thing uh, there are expenses and they're making money off of it too but if you go to a concert in the, the wells fargo center this weekend is that any of that money going to charity you know no. if you go to the concert in camden like it's it's an <laughs> we inter- don't know who is making the money that's i think that's the I thing guess. i'm like who is making the profit here? This is funny, though, but it says, uh, a text says, $90 to bring my own food, tables, and chairs, and forced to wear white. Sounds like a steal. Wait, I was at a con, I went to a KG Elephant, and it was $50 every time we went to the bar for two drinks. So, yes, it is a steal. I can go there, and I do this, and I bring all my own stuff, and I bring three bottles of champagne, and that's cheaper than going out. 
Well, couldn't you save those $90, dress in white, and just eat and drink at home? That's right. Yeah, what <laughs> kind of champagne are you bringing? That's can't do it with 6,000 people. Yeah, that's true. All right, anyhow. It rem- Steve, it reminds me of the, the Royals. We had that, that story about the royal family where they would sit around the table and wear their paper hats. <laughs> <laughs> We're having so much fun. This is so great. Wearing white. Throw another peasant hat. into the pit. Yes. I've posted some stuff on my uh, Instagram stories if you want to get an idea of what it's like and why I enjoy it. I right. think you look adorable at it, though. You, do. you always seem to be having a good time, and that's good enough for me. If you enjoy it, then that's all that matters. Thanks, yeah. Steve. Yeah. And like I said, if you hate it, listen, don't be a part of it. And yeah. uh, that's why I'm not going to go, but, you know, I mean. Go to Platt on Poughkeepsie. Work. We could do yeah. that. All right. Uh, anyhow, thanks for the update, Marissa. We should take a quick break. Come back in a second. We are going to get into the Bizarre File. i got some great stories for you. I will share those when we return, which will be shortly. Best burger in all of Philadelphia. Taste for yourself at this year's Burger Brawl in a brand new spot. Round one. Join 93.3 WMMR at the Navy Yard Sunday, September 15th and enjoy unlimited bites of burgers from the city's top restaurants. Proceeds benefit the fund for the School District of Philadelphia, a nonprofit supporting school literacy programs through technology. Tickets on sale now. Get complete details and all the ingredients for a great day at WMMR.com. Burger Brawl 2019. Let's go a few rounds. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. I got a uh, overdated uh, shout out, if you guys don't mind. All uh, right. Says, hey, guys, I was wondering if you'd uh, be able to give a shout out to my sister Abby and her fiance Chris sometime in the next few weeks. They moved from uh, D.C. to Maine about a year ago and are getting married in Vermont on September 14th. Oh, I'm not late with this. Oh. Okay, good. Even though it was seven years ago, you may remember Abby from when she helped out on Science Day. It was pouring rain that day, and we tried all morning to make a watermelon explode with rubber bands. Uh, She's a big fan of you guys and would absolutely love a shout-out for their special day. She also uh, just launched her own podcast, and it's called Sounds About Right. Uh, And I know that uh, you get a lot of your requests, so uh, let me know if you're able to do it. Uh, Thanks again. Oh, that's from Intern Tim. Intern Tim. I did not know that. Okay, so uh, sure, shard if you would. And that's uh, for Abby and her fiancé, Chris. And good luck in September when you guys are getting married. Let me see. I'm, I got a lot of stuff here, guys, that I've, I've accidentally set aside. Um, that one is not a shard out. I don't even know what that is. It's a uh, death threat. And now it's a podcaster from Alaska. Oh, oh cool. Uh, says, uh, you guys rock. Your show is perfect to listen to while roasting coffee or... Kaladi's brothers. Uh, oh, for Kaladi's brothers. For whether you're roasting coffee or roasting the Kaladi's brothers. And uh, I want to call in so many times to share my stories that I relate to, but I'm four hours in your past. <laughs> <laughs> Rock on this from Kevin uh, Lindicky, uh, I think, in Anchorage. Oh, listen. So Anchorage thank Shark. you, man. That's really cool. Uh, the podcast is really continues to be huge for us. And a yeah. lot of people who can't listen in real time uh, love it. We love your support of it. And then somebody said this a little while back. It's not really a shout out, but this says, uh, hey, guys, I was at Doylestown Escape Room, and they were playing WMMR on the radio in the room we were trying to escape from. I was loving the music, and then they broke for a commercial, and I heard Preston's voice. I was so excited that we got to enjoy such great music at, during a fun experience. And I know Preston loves escape rooms as much as my family does. Listening to MMR during our time just made it even better. Love ya and rock on Casey Ludwig. So, Is that, that was, the wrong message to send, though, that you need to play that as inducement to escape a room? Uh, maybe, yeah. right? They're yeah. playing our show to give you every reason to want to escape. Get out now. Uh, and then one last thing. This is a short out. Hey, I am late with this request. On Friday, August 23rd, my husband, Jim Harrison. Well, this is today. 
uh, <gasps> or Jim Bob to his friends and family, will be turning 42. Jim Bob. Jim Bob. <laughs> poor guy. I was really hoping that you guys could send him a birthday shout out, no matter if it was if it's way past 23rd or not. We listened to every podcast together, and he would get the biggest kick out of this. Thank you so much for your time, Danielle Harrison. So, a shart. Old Jim Bob. Why does Jim Bob end up a name and, like, Dick Bob doesn't? Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. How does Jim Bob get the pairing? You never get. You never hear Ted Bob or Dick Bob or... I like the idea of Dick Bob. <laughs> I love a good Dick I, Bob. A good I Dick love, Bob. I love right? the idea. Oh, my God. It's always Jim Bob. What's up, Dick Bob? <laughs> hey, Dick Bob. What do you mean by that? Well, that's your name, Dick Bob. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, the next Bob that I meet is, is going to be Bob. Dick Bob. Yep. Hey, Dick Bob. Yep. Hey, what Dick Bob. It? Well, you know, like Jim Bob. Oh, yeah. oh, oh, okay. Do you guys know any dicks? I know we've talked about this before, but... <laughs> yeah, my I... brother's old roommate was a big dick. I've known a lot of dicks. <laughs> no, he's a little dick. He was actually not that big. Uh, um, No, I've never known anyone that I've referred to as... As the name Dick. Years and years and years ago, in elementary school, of all places, the kid insisted he was Richard and insisted on being called okay. Dick. But it, to me, I think right now that name is such a liability. Yeah. Richard. We had a family friend named Dickie. Uh, okay. Yeah. A little bit different. Okay. Yeah. You know, but that was it. I had an Uncle Rich. All of the kids, you know, all of us called him Uncle Rich. But, uh, you know, all the older older <sighs> adults, my parents and things would call him Dick. But they would all chuckle afterwards. We like, had it an, was like, really? Yeah, it was, it was a joke. Kathy, we had an Uncle Stank Vagina. No. Um, yeah. Oh, my God. And but, I, you know, it's a different oh, what an unfortunate then. name. Um, well, it's not even a nickname. It's not even a nickname. No. I don't even know what that. What's that? He said it was short for Lulin. <laughs> it was an uncle. This was your uncle. Yeah, <laughs> and short for Lulin was Lulin stank was vagina. Stank vagina. That's and I'm weird. like, that doesn't even make any sort of Mm-mm. sense. Mm-mm. I only think that it would really be troublesome during your <laughs> younger years, like maybe leading up into high school. No, but now I, it doesn't even matter. Like I, we have a I friend. I think from- it would. I think Richard and Dick is still. We talked about this. It's still. Not There's re- a, a a little bit of a stigma. Yeah, maybe, but like also as a, as an adult, and it's a fine name. You can really change your name, and you know, to meatloaf. No, but you can say, you know, if your name is Dick, you could say, no, no, just call me Richard or or whatever. But you know, I have a Not friend. Really, Don't, didn't you have that friend that was like, oh, call me Rebecca, and you're like, no, Becky. Yeah, yes. yeah. Um, the point I'm trying to make is, you know, I have a friend whose nickname is S H uh, I. So poopy, right? right and, yeah. and and he, it's, well, it's no big deal. Like his, it's, his nickname is S H I Poopy. No, but you know what I'm saying. I can't say it on the radio, there, Steve. <laughs> you could say S H I T. Yeah, it's okay. Yeah. yeah, but it's but it's poopy. But you know, S E. But I anyway, S H I Poopy. That sounds like a ship. Yes. No, it's it's one of those investigation shows. I'm with David Caruso. I'm I'm with S H I Poopy. Station on S H I Poopy. Please maintain the crime scene. I'm with S H I Poopy. Oh my god! Yeah, no. yeah. I want a badge that says S H I. It's okay. They're, no. they're with Poopy. Yeah. Um. Okay. Right. Where were we going with this? We're going uh, with this. That like there are nicknames that uh, that I don't know. As an adult, you're you're kind of okay oh. with it. You know, it it doesn't sting as like as much as it. Right. Well, it it, it, it started off with Jim Bob. Dick Bob. Yeah. That's and where it was. And then we went to Dick Bob. Do okay. so, you know any dicks? <laughs> Dick Bob. <laughs> if you know anybody named Bob today, please call them Dick Bob. Or if you're if you're giving birth today and you haven't selected a name, consider S H I Poopy. S H I Poopy. Just consider. Poopy. 
Shapoopy. It's perfect. Oh, no. Oh, my God. Are you going to look for that now? Of course I'm going to look for that. Mm-hmm. I'm wondering if I should start the Bizarre Fan. No. You probably should. Uh, okay. Yeah, let's do it. Here we go. Now, WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre Files. Now, a woman who kissed on the very first date is usually a hussy. And a woman who kissed on the second time out is anything but fussy. But a woman who wait till the third time around, head in the clouds, feet on the ground. She's the girl he's glad he's found. She's his shapoopy. S-H-I poopy. This morning, it is brought to you by French Creek Outfitters in Phoenixville. With everything you need for the great outdoors and beyond, all the big name brands, they have them. Uh, visit FrenchCreekOutfitters.com for additional information. French Creek Outfitters, why take a chance with anybody else? In Kansas City, Missouri, a man was carrying a life-size doll that he found in a downtown dumpster through the streets. Caused quite a furor on Tuesday morning. Like a like a real doll? Uh, it didn't indicate, okay. but multiple emergency... I think it was like a uh, mannequin. Okay. So multiple emergency calls were received beginning shortly before 11.30 a.m. Panicked passersby said a man was carrying around a topless, unconscious woman. Oh, boy. One caller said it looked like he wanted to throw her over a bridge. Another noted that he dropped her on the sidewalk and drug her head over the curb. Yeah, I seen him. It looked like he, he wanted to throw her over a bridge. Other callers noted the man had slung the woman over his shoulder and appeared to be trying to dress her. Huh. Finally, one caller said the man was yelling, Savior, <laughs> while holding the woman near the 12th Street Bridge. Several officers responded to the scene, only discovered the man was carrying a doll, which he told police he found in a dumpster of a restaurant. Lucky find. Uh, he had carried her into the woods, but officers instructed the man to not carry the doll around in public anymore. All right, so I have two elevator stories. One's a scary story. One's a fatal story. Witnesses said a man has escaped serious injuries after an incident in downtown Edmonton on an elevator. Rescue crews received a call that an elevator had fallen nine stories Oof. at the Energy Square building. He was inside it. A worker in the building said that the man was on the 10th floor of the 12-story building when the elevator malfunctioned. A witness said the man managed to walk out of the elevator on his own after firefighters <laughs> pried open the elevator doors, but was complaining of back pain, and he was uh, in stable condition and did not have to be transported to the hospital. Now, a different story A 30-year-old man was killed in an elevator accident in New York City Thursday morning after he became trapped when the car shifted while he attempted to get out of it. That is the stuff of nightmares. It crushed him. Uh, The incident occurred in a high-rise building known as the Manhattan Promenade in Kipps Bay. Officers were called to an elevator rescue, and the man, identified as Samuel Charles Waysbrin, was pronounced dead at the scene. The elevator hit the lobby, uh, the fire chief said, and people were trying to exit. And as he was exiting, the car moved, trapping him. Uh, uh, Crews attempted to take apart uh, pieces of the elevator while the man was trapped against the wall of the elevator shaft. That's horrible. uh, Between the first floor and the basement. Six other people were on the elevator at the time. Uh, No other injuries were reported. Have you had the elevator uh, as you come in here in the building? Not here in... In the building, but one time, I'll, I'm sorry, yeah. Steve, but one time we were, it was when Rochelle was going through Lamaze classes, yeah. so we were in an elevator at this hospital, and it was full of pregnant women yeah. with, with their spouses, and the elevator got stuck between doors, and the door opened, and so there's like a part of it, you know, 
we're only halfway down, and uh, the, the the floor below door had opened, and I so I just climbed out of it. Yeah. Oh my god. Uh, and then afterwards, somebody pointed out, dude, you should never do that. I know. If yeah. If it had started up while you're climbing out, you would have been sliced in half. And For I'm that like, very reason, I did not even think about that. Yeah. You know, Be- because the, the, here I find a couple of times that the the door closes about three quarters of the way and then stops. Yeah. And then opens and closes again. Yeah. I think in uh, elevators that go a little bit slower, you might be a little bit safer, but for these high-rises never in New do York, it. man, should they never do it. Faster. By the way, the building had been cited for an elevator problem in May, and uh, residents said the elevators had previously malfunctioned, so uh, I think they got a big-time lawsuit yeah, down there. Yeah. Yeah. A man has been mauled to death by his own captive lions in a game reserve in South Africa. Uh, the victim has been named as Leon... Leon Van Biljon. Uh, he was killed at the Mahala View Lion Lodge. We've got sounds for everything. As, as he attempted to fix a broken fence in the lion enclosure. Yeah, you fix that fence. Uh, Van Biljon offered exclusive lion lectures, feeding and game drives for guests, according to the Lion Lodge website. Now remember, these are wild animals. Uh, Van Biljon was widely known as the Lion Man. Uh, apparently not. Uh, the Lodge website said there are three lions named Rambo, Katrin, and, and Nikita. Uh, they were kept on the park. Aren't those the dolls you had as a kid, Kathy? Uh, <laughs> J- Jotner and Keatner. Okay. Uh, which uh, functions as a safari lodge and offers accommodation. I'm and I'm going to tear your ass off. And uh, accommodation, game drives, and conference facilities. Even people who are who are well schooled and you know have done this before, a lot of experience. You you, you can't get relaxed. Yep. It's, it's you know these are wild animals, but they do. So let's end with a lighter story. Someone a lion on an elevator. Someone has made off with a hundred and eighty-seven thousand dollars worth of cheese. Whoa! Yeah, that's cheese. from these Saputo Dairy Products. Investigators are reviewing security surveillance video footage. Uh, in an attempt to determine who was behind the cheese heist. Around 7.45 a.m., a man entered the business, provided paperwork for a large quantity of cheese to be delivered to New Brunswick. I'm here to pick up the cheese. The product was loaded onto a blue transport truck, and the man left. Uh, the company did not realize the shipment was stolen until the delivery failed to arrive at the location early the following I'm week. I'm here to pick up the cheese. So uh, we know that some cheeses can be incredibly expensive. Yeah. Is, was that the case with this cheese? No, it was just a lot of it. Just no. a lot of it. <laughs> uh, Saputo Dairy contacted police to notify them that they had received fraudulent paperwork for the delivery and the cheese was missing. Uh, thieves could be... Uh, he guys, the cheese is gone. Uh, thieves could attempt to sell the cheese online or through stores. And uh, the officer said $187,000 worth of cheese is quite a large amount of cheese to get rid of. So they're going to keep an eye out for <laughs> bulk cheese How can sales. you tell if cheese, if stolen cheese starts to come into the market? Because yeah. it kind of looks like regular cheese, right? Yeah, I don't know. They'll have to get the cheese experts on it from... Uh, we need a monger, and now. Yeah. We need somebody from uh, <laughs> S.H.I. S-I poopy. I'm the cheesemonger with Shapoopy. Who's singing that version? Is that Buddy Hackett? That is Buddy Hackett. Huh. Yeah, that's from the movie, from the music. I band. like the uh, Family Guy The Family version. Guy yeah, version is pretty great. Good yeah. too. All right, uh, let's take a break. And as we do take a break, let's give away some some beer. Some Bezos. <laughs> I haven't used that word in a long time. Uh <laughs> I got some Bezos Yards Philly Pale Ale. Caller number Throw two. Throw you puds out there. <laughs> there it is. Throw you puds. 
<laughs> this pun's for you. Caller number 25. No, we're going to give you Yards Philly Pale Ale. Everybody's favorite summer beer is hoppy, citrus, and refreshing. You can look for Philly Pale Ale in bottles and cans uh, wherever Yards beers are sold. They're so good. Including Canals, Hamilton, and Trenton. 215-263-WMMR. Give us a call. We'll be right back. Get social with Preston and Steve and WMMR. Facebook, Twitter, you know, the usual places. Diamond jewelry doesn't have to be expensive. Have fun buying jewelry for someone you love and don't hate the price you pay. Feel the difference online at IHateStevenSinger.com with free shipping. Buy real diamonds from a real jeweler. Steven Singer Jewelers. That's IHateStevenSinger.com. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Uh, we have a new Daily Rush video that is up and running, and it is when uh, guitarist Paul Gilbert came by the studio. You were uh, in your glory. He's a guitar. He's he's a god. He is a guitar god. He's up there with with some of the best as far as the shredder go, shredders go, like Steve Vai. You know, he's in that category. Uh, and uh, he was in Mr. Big. That was his band he created in uh, Racer X way back in the day. But uh, he yeah, he, he was really super nice. Came by and he does. We have video of him doing his take on the Rocky theme uh, when he was here in studio. And after he left here, he learned it. To play here in Philadelphia, and so I follow him on social media, and I saw videos from his shows. He took it with him elsewhere. He was playing it in Texas <laughs> and all these other spots, yeah, and people were loving it. Sure, it's yeah. a crowd they, pleaser. They loved hearing the Rocky theme, so I thought that was pretty cool. So that video is up right now at PrestonandSteve.com, sponsored by Punchline Philly Comedy Club Restaurant and Bar. It's time to clean out my junk draw-off. I need to clean out the one at home, man. It's getting ridiculous. Oh, my God. Where, where is your drunk drawer? Traditionally, they're in, like, the kitchen? Yeah, that's where it is. Okay. In the kitchen, right by the espresso machine. You have an espresso machine? I do. Is it a ninja espresso machine? No, it is. Was it, is... like, one that was, like, thousands of dollars? No. Hundreds, not Hundreds? Thousands. Okay. But, yeah. Oh, that's not bad. Uh, not everyone I... lives the Kathy lifestyle. No, because I looked up one. Espresso machine. A friend of mine was like, this is the best one. You'll love it. You should get it. And I looked it up at uh, Williams and, Son- Williams and Sonoma. It's $3,000. I was like, oh, yeah, no, God, I think so. Right. Let me tell you something. I'm not a restaurant. One that's really highly rated is the Mr. I have it. The Mr. Coffee um, Espresso. Oh, okay. And and it's it'll do the steamed milk. And it's, it's I think it's like 150 bucks or something like that. It's it's. If you so, if you like that stuff, and I do periodically pull that out. But it's it's but you figure Mr. Coffee, but it was rated super high, and to people who are big aficionados, they give it thumbs up. So see, I want it's not a thousand dollars. I wanted one that'll make like I just want one unit on the kitchen counter. So I mm-hmm. wanted one that would make coffee uh, and do the lattes and espressos. Okay. Yeah, I mine's like, a, I like a clean I counter. Think it's Brunelli or something like that. But uh, yeah, I make a latte every day. Really? Yes, I do. When do you make that? Uh, Not before you go to work. Around 1 o'clock in the afternoon. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's nice. kind of my midday pick-me-up. Pick, yeah. Yep. Anyway. Anyway. To the... Uh, junk drawer. To the junk drawer. Uh, let's start with this. Steve, you sent me this a while back, and I didn't get a chance to get to it, but it's a new hairdo, <laughs> and the word mullet is in this ha- hairdo, folks. It's okay. called the step mullet. Okay. Have you guys seen the step mullet? No, no, I don't know what it is. I wonder if it is reminiscent. I'm not reminiscent, but if it's uh, if it looks anything like Jason Kelsey's hairdo these days, uh, I'd have to see it. Yeah, I have to. I don't know what the. Uh, it's oh, okay. It's like steps on a staircase. The hairstyle oh. features hair cut at different, well-defined tiers. Sometimes it's a bob, a dick. Sometimes it's a dick it's bob. A bob. <laughs> yeah, and essentially a shorter, bob! a shorter bob as a substitute for bangs. And sometimes it's three tiers: 
bangs, short bob, long bob. It's like the modern day mullet. Yeah. Exactly. That's it. That's yep. the whole idea. They call it the step mullet. Step mullet. Uh, the look has been spotted on trendsetters such as influencer Reese Blue, uh, Blutstein and DJ Yulia. Oh, that, that, honestly, I, my entire fashion sense is shaped by those two people. I'm surprised you haven't grown hair. I haven't done my... my, my uh, I can't do a scalp bob. Created a step mullet. <laughs> uh, so the signature spot to get the step mullet look is at Vacancy Project in New York. I'm their, sure they're very cheap. Their Instagram page is chock full of the hairstyle and first alerted us to the trend. Uh, this is according to uh, Hasami Hasano, oh. the creative director at Vacancy Project. And she says it's very interesting because mostly hair trends come from the 60s and 80s. But I feel the step mullet is an aughts thing. I'm not um, I'm not that opposed to the step mullet. In a number of the pictures, it, it can work on certain, mm-hmm. I think on guys it's still problematic. But on some women, I think it's, uh, it works okay. She tells Teen Vogue, I really think that it comes from people who cut their own hair. <laughs> <laughs> kind of accident based. Do it yourself. Just chopped your step with kitchen scissors. Uh, who are the step mullet pioneers? Uh, she said, I often see my clients bring pictures of Mick Jagger or Charlie Fraser's face to frame part. Uh, Mazami says that uh, she tracks the step mullet back to the huge mullet trend that we saw in the spring. Really? There was a huge mullet I, trend? In I the was spring. unaware. Why was I left out of the loop? The step mullet being the logical and welcome evolution. Did you ever cut your own hair at any point in your life? Uh, yeah, when I was in uh, kindergarten as a joke. <laughs> oh, t- yeah. No, but your sister, was she a cosmonaut? She was a yeah, cosmonaut. Yeah, she was a Russian space. <laughs> cosmonaut. She's cosmetologist, yes. Yeah. yes. So she so, would cut your hair? Oh, yeah. Okay. I did all... She'd she do your rock the, hair for you? Oh, yeah. All right. All kinds of stuff. I had an asymmetric cut at one point. Wow. Which like a flock of seagulls? One side's long, the other side wow. is short. Yeah, so so everything swept over to one side. Sweeping. Mm-hmm. I don't have time for you. I'm in the rock band. And uh, I, I, had a, I had a perm at one point. I had frost jobs done. I had everything. Was she your test subject? Yeah, I, I was the test subject. Wow. Yeah, yeah, so... Uh, that happened a lot. Um, but uh, who is the best candidate for the step mullet? Masami um, advises straight hair is best to make sharp line, especially, but uh, curly hair is also cute. Kathy? Mm-hmm. No. You have no, straight hair. No. A nice Way. step mullet would be nice. With uh, a shock of purple hair in the middle. She said, with bone straight, it looks very deliberate and cool. We've seen Reese wear her uh, cut both ways. This is that influencer hair. Yeah, that's that freaking. Uh, so, anyhow, step mullet. <laughs> Might be a uh, might be a trend. I don't know. Are you I, seeing? Go ahead. No, I, I think it's too. Um, it's too soon. No, no, no. I think it's just too out there of, of a hairstyle. That I don't for, think it's that it outlandish to be, to be the norm to I catch think. on. Yeah, to catch on widespread. I, right. I agree. I think it'll be a city thing. Yeah, you, you know what I saw like uh, dinner on blanc, like that, <laughs> a little yeah. bit like that. Uh, Mullet on Blanc. Mullet on Sorry, Casey. No, there's this movie, uh, it's fairly new, called Beach Bum, and it's with Matthew McConaughey. McConaughey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you. Um, but Zach Efron makes an appearance in the movie, and he's got this style of beard that I've never seen before, and I, I, I think I liked it. I really think uh, it's above his eyes. No, no. If you guys could pull up a picture of this, uh, I've never. You know, it was the only time I had ever seen it in my life. It's super outrageous, um, but I think it would actually. I, I wouldn't <laughs> mind seeing this sort trend catch on. Would you yourself adopt I, it? The problem is I don't grow a thick enough beard in order to do this, but um, you like it. so it's it, what got it is, like lines in it, right? That looks like so much work, I, right? 
It is. Yeah, so, it's a series. Essentially, it's from uh, where the uh, the sideburns are all the way down. It's a series of lines uh, that he is uh, that he is uh, shaved in uh, horizontally, uh, and um, yeah, that's it's stupid at first, but like the the more you see him in the movie, the more you it, it sort of grows on you. You also, basically have to shave it that way every day. Every day. Yeah. It, it is Zac Efron, so most yeah. facial hair is going to look good on the dude. Being strikingly good looking. <laughs> yeah, yes. it helps. You can pretty much pull off anything. I think on you and me, Casey, it'd more it look like a panini press. You know? Yeah, that's what it looks like. It looks like somebody should put a panini press on the side of your face. It's exactly what it looks like. So you grow a thick enough beard, Nick. Nick, yeah, you could do it. I do, but uh, um, under Underneath my your beard lower lip. stops at mid stomach. No, <laughs> underneath my lower lip, I don't have a lot of facial hair, so it, it's. Oh, uh, it's oh I see what you're saying. Yeah, I got a great neck beard, but every, every place else is not uh, super strong. Um, this this is reminiscent of uh, the Hunger Games and the way that they would the fashions in the cat. Yeah. Right, yeah. right, right, right. Yeah, it's yeah, very yeah, similar yeah. to that. All right, what else do I have here? Let's uh, let's talk about. Um, That's a big junk drawer. Beauty tips. Okay, so apparently people are. Uh, Headed to, they're getting tired of re- their own resting bitch faces, and they're getting tired of having this "quote unquote" condition. People with uh, with a resting bitch face usually have a relaxed facial expression that looks like a frown or even angry. And now, Doctor Daria Hamra, a Virginia-based plastic surgeon, said that she's seen an influx of people seeking ways to soften. Their resting bitch face. Through surgery? She says that uh, she gives these folks a semi-permanent filler procedure. Oh Wait till they get a load of me. That started <laughs> as a Korean beauty trend, but is now very common among American patients. So, do you have anybody in your life who has a, a resting bitch dramatic face? Dramatic re- resting... We, we were Listen. Tra- we had a, a, one of our... Uh, I guess a calendar girl was over no, here. No, no. She was from uh, Delilah. Okay, Delilah. And she, she had the most... The bitchiest resting bitch face I've ever seen. Lovely and she girl. Admittedly, yeah. said so. Was she lovely? She was a lovely remember. gal. Yeah. But anyhow, no, we were she talking was to her. nice when we talked to her. Yeah. Like once we, but you automatically thought, wow, she looks like a bitch. Everyone thought she's not happy here. No, she does not want to be here. Yeah. But she said she knew she had resting bitch face, and she uses it. She was saying. yes. Quite a bit. Was that the girl that said she uses it at the mall? Yeah, yeah. she gets hit yeah. on all the time. Because so guys she... hit on her, and she would. She that was her defense. Yeah, and yeah. it worked well. Yeah, but um, I can't think of anybody that I know that just has that just looks angry. Other I think than people can put <laughs> people okay, can what? put on. Well, a... Mine's resting duck lips. Remember? <laughs> yeah. But you know what? Yes, you're right. Resting <laughs> duck yeah. lips. Yeah. RDL. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, our, our, right. DSL. And DSL. I'll catch myself. Resting DSL. I'll catch myself with the resting uh, duck lips. And I'm yeah. like, and I kind of like, you know, perk up and stop. Mm-hmm. I think, though, there are a lot of people who can quickly go into bitch face, resting bitch face, and can turn it on quickly and then and tamp it back. You know? Listen, I can be a full on bitch. Yeah. But I just, I the resting bitch face, I don't think, I think it's the duck lips that <laughs> yeah. I have. Yeah, no, you're right. I used to go to school with a girl who had a resting, and I don't even know what you would call it, but like when. Uh, you would just see her in class, and her tongue would just be sticking out of her <laughs> mouth, like, like resting dumb face. I don't even know what you would call it, but she, resting gump face. <laughs> you know, like a dog will sit there and pant. It was the the minus the panting, the just the just the tongue hanging out of her mouth. That's an unpleasant look. <laughs> it was. It was funny to make fun of behind her back. Uh, so, so there's a filler if you if you suffer from resting bitch face. Yeah, you, the more surgery that you can do on yourself. <laughs> well, this is you know this is temporary. 
Uh, it's a it's a typical treatment that will run you about seven to eight hundred dollars and will last. Uh, <laughs> oh my tw- God! Twelve to twenty eight months. Just freaking smile. Well, I don't know some people. All right, uh, what else? Let me dig in. Hey, this is kind of nice. I think that we've gotten away with a pretty damn mild summer. We only had a couple of days here and there where it got up into the 90s and was was pretty humid. And, you know, this, the last few days have been that way. Uh, but it wasn't oppressively sunny and just beating you to death. No, throughout it's been okay. weeks, right. which mm-hmm. we've had before. We had that, I think, last so year. So I think we've gotten lucky with that. But uh, I did see this. Apparently, um, AccuWeather has released its all its its fall forecast. And this is like a, just an overall guess as to how things are going to be. All right. Uh, the report predicts that warm weather will continue across much of the Northeast and Mid-Atlantic recent regions uh, through September, which means we're going to get a fairly comfortable fall as opposed nice. to a really cold one. What's like Indian summer? What is that? That usually occurs in October, right? Okay. Uh, this could mean the annual changing in the leaves could potentially be delayed, uh, but the experts still predict a vibrant display of colors will arrive later in the season. Boy, I love a vibrant display of leaves. I'll, I'll say this. Uh, autumn is perhaps my favorite season. Uh, so this is good news. Uh, meanwhile, the southeast and Gulf states will face threats of tropical storms and hurricanes. Oh, hurricanes it's okay. We don't live there. Yeah, we don't live yeah, there. Yeah, that's okay. why. Yeah. It brings us a beautiful fall. Yeah, absolutely. All right. I mean, honestly, if we can get great leaves out of the suffering of people to the south of us, I'm all for that. <laughs> Dumb question. Uh, yeah. But do warmer climates, you know, like Southern California and Florida and stuff like that, do they have a similar autumn? Do their trees lose their leaves? I don't think so. Uh, I may be not off like on we do that around case. here. Like okay. if you're in, if you're in LA, yeah, coconuts fall out. Where eventually everything comes off the tree and then it restarts. I don't think that happens. Okay. Yeah, so by the way, Preston, we were gone for a couple of weeks in the summer where it was uh, awful here. Yeah. yeah, you know, and so I know I was watching in Hawaii. I saw yeah. the forecast. I'm like, sweet. You and I kind of lucked out because yeah. there were two bad weeks. Yes, here. it was. They were actually very oppressive. And that, like the so, whole time, yes, pretty much. Yeah. So yeah. July was uh, oh. was not great for everybody. Okay. Just those people in Hawaii. Oh, you know what? Yeah, some texts are coming in. This one's nice. Yeah, right. July was pretty bad. Preston, you're an effing douchebag. You have absolutely <laughs> no idea how effing hot it is outside every goddamn day when you actually work for a living. Y'all's work inside, of course. It hasn't been too bad for you. For those of us that work outside, it's been brutal. Y'all, wow, man. Yeah, is that the same person? Uh, no, but you are an effing uh, pathetic, ugly ass talking piece of. Well, uh, tell me poopy. something. Wow. I don't know. Where is that? That's this Bill Weston. That's from Bill West. Is that from the same guy? Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. sweet. I can deal with one person. <laughs> <laughs> Two people think Two that. and I freak out. <laughs> they must be right. Yeah. Uh, so, hey, thank you, buddy. I hope you have a wonderful weekend. Well, it says here he works as a camp counselor. Oh. <laughs> All right. So, anyhow, it's looking like it's going to be warm uh, through the fall. So, that's according to... Uh, Why am I going to listen to an effing douchebag like you? Yeah. <laughs> Good point. Let's move on to something else. Let me see what else I can. Oh yeah. Sorry. How about some other douchebags? <laughs> uh, maybe you guys caught this. Uh, U.S. prosecutors charged eighty people uh, yesterday, mostly Nigerians, in widespread uh, conspiracy that defrauded at least six million people from businesses and vulnerable elderly women. This is the phone scam stuff that you get regularly. These calls. And uh, 17 people have been arrested in the U.S. so far, and the federal investigators are trying to track down 
the rest in Nigeria and other nations. They're aggressively going after spam calls, and they're really trying to turn things around because I noticed again an uptick in in uh, spam calls and and uh, the, so I have the, the the spam blocker the um, yeah oh I got a Chinese one yesterday and it yeah. was a, it was a one eight hundred uh, and then the number afterwards were they literally speaking in Chinese oh yeah right? yeah, yeah yeah and <clears throat> excuse me the number afterwards was one two three it was eight hundred one two three and then I forget what the last ones were I was like well I'm clearly not going to answer this quite and, often the number will mimic your own number mm. right this one was not from the area code yeah. or um, it wasn't anything that I recognized so I didn't answer and then the the voicemail was. 45 seconds long of uh, Chinese. Yeah. Uh, so anyhow, uh, they uh, this is according to the uh, U.S. attorney said, we believe this is one of the largest cases of its kind in U.S. history. Can can they be brought to justice? I mean, since they are, if they if they reside in Nigeria, mm-hmm. is that, is what happens? Well, they're working there? on it. They're, they're, yeah. they're working on trying to make that happen. Uh, this, I mean, this might be something where you need to send an SHI poopy. So they go in. They go into detail about this one particular uh, occurrence, where uh, basically, you know, using romance as as a way to get money out of people. Oh, okay, this scam. But it's not only that. Uh, they include business schemes where fraudsters hack escrow company email systems, impersonate employees, oh. and direct payments that uh, funnel money back to themselves. Your your heart just breaks though when you see somebody who's like a senior citizen preyed upon oh, God, with yeah. this. The the one that I get the most often now, uh, and it's a robocall, and they say, hi, uh, this is uh, so-and-so, and then they mention the name yeah. of the store that they happen to be a part of, uh, and then they go, I'm uh, I'm here in the gifting department. Can you hear me? You're looking for you to say To say yes, yeah, yeah. Mm. because apparently if they have you recorded right, right, saying right. the word yes, yeah. they, can they can use, use it. it to say that you did indeed concur with whatever type of transaction or something like that that they're trying to pass or they use you. your voice to call like say your credit card or something like that with you saying yes yeah Hi, so, I'm Andy. can you hear me uh, so the, and it, but it's usually that i'm here in the gifting department can you hear me yeah as if it's crazy noisy in the gifting department <laughs> right. and can you hear me over the din of all the people rapping stuff and uh and i i will sit there and just wait wait yep. wait wait nothing ever happens or i'll go no go f yourself right or something like that and you still hear nothing uh, so I don't even say anything. I just hang up. I hang up. Yeah, yeah I hang up too. But uh, but uh, for fun, I'm, let me see where this goes. Yes. But without saying the word yes, you know. Uh, so that's the one I so get. Anyway, I'm on the radio. Yeah. <laughs> Talk about things. Yes, yes, yes. Strike up a good friendship with the Nigerian. Uh, so in some cases, the victims thought that they were communicating with U.S. servicemen stationed overseas when, in fact, they were emailing with con men. And some of the victims in this case lost hundreds of thousands of dollars in this way. Wow. Uh, of the 80 people charged, federal authorities arrested 14 people, mostly in Los Angeles. At least three other defendants were already in custody. Uh, the remaining suspects live in other countries, mainly in Nigeria, and investigators said that they'll work with the respective governments to extradite them. Hey, speaking of wow. scams, uh, a local one. Remember, I believe his name was Troy, the guy that used to be on the side Troy of the road. Troy Schubert, yeah. The, so yesterday, I was getting off of the Blue Route at the Conchhocken exit, and there was a guy with a nicer vehicle. I didn't see exactly what it was. It might have been an Audi. Off to the side of the road, he was on his cell phone and frantically waving me down to pull over. Uh-huh. And I just and that I thought of that immediately, and I'm like, right. you know what? 
I am not pulling over. The guy's got a cell phone. He's on it. So what yeah. can I what can I possibly do by myself in my right. vehicle to help him? And I just I, I felt bad, but I just kept going by him and the, the person behind me pulled over to help. But I would be interested to know what that was all about because I immediately thought of that. If you were Schubert around scan. that guy and you saw saw that guy that Kathy's talking about, give us a call to, to see what that was about. But uh, the Troy Schubert thing was he was sort of Natalie dressed and oh, yeah. and he um he had forgotten his wallet, or he lost his money, There's or whatever. A whole bunch of different stuff. I, and I, if I, you if you followed him to his car, gave him his assistance, he would give you a cheesecake. Was that it? Yeah. Well, remember, he, there were cheesecakes in his trunk. In there his were trunk. different things that he was giving people. Yeah. Yeah. I got shoeberted um, in Old City, and he was when I got shoeberted, he was a limo driver, right? And and, and so he needed twenty bucks for whatever. Uh, Oh God! What's that and it called? was like an odd amount, an odd number too. Like he would yeah. say, like twenty three dollars right. or something like that. Yep. So it seems a little bit more for like a toe or, right. or whatever he needed, help or a whole with. foot. When he offers <laughs> stays at the Embassy Suites, it was yes. something like that. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's right. And this was a scan that we had several people had contacted and said, "Yeah, remember JoJo? Uh, same thing. Yeah, no, uh, somebody we woke with, uh, work with had uh, the same thing happen." Uh, let me go to, I have a police officer on the line and, uh, it's Anthony. Hey, Anthony, good morning. Hey, good morning, guys. You guys rock. Thanks, Uh-oh! buddy. What's up, man? So just real quick about what you guys are talking about on the line here. I've investigated a lot of these cases and a lot of times the victims are the ones that make themselves the suspects because they're the ones that lie and target or lie to the bank about why they're withdrawing the money. So that's something important to remember. What's this now? Could you re- repeat that? That when people are the ones, the, the, the victims, they're the ones lying when they go to the bank and say they're withdrawing these sums of money to commit these crimes. They're the ones who are being coerced by the people on the phone, the suspects, in order to make this transaction possible. So you're saying that if someone follows through and attempts to uh, to uh, um, follow the instructions, they themselves become c- criminals? They do because they're lying for the person on the other line of the phone. They say, oh, it's for my grandkids or it's for... Uh, these sick people down, you know, down the shore, or whatever. They're the ones that are making themselves a suspect. I understand what he's saying. Okay. So part of this scam is when they do get these people on the phone. Sometimes they'll say, you know, I've got your grandkid. I need this amount of money or, or things like that. So they're saying if if they're lying to get this money out, then they become and then they can. So are you saying, Anthony, that they can use that to to uh, keep the person from going to the authorities? Exactly right. Because they'll go to them and say, Hey, you know what? You know, you've already lied to the police about, you know, the, the transaction. You're going to the bank saying you need $15,000 for, you know, this real estate investment, which you know is bogus because right. Nigeria, or in the last case I have, is about sixty grand that went to Hong Kong. You're lying saying these gift cards are for this person that's your relative, but in fact, you're going to give the, the numbers over the phone to this person. You have no idea who it is. So if you're taking money, though, out of your own account, you can do whatever you want with your own money. If you're so right. I mean, there's there's no for whatever the reason you don't have to. You, you don't have to go to the bank and say, I'm going to tell you why I'm taking this money out of my account, right? I'm, oh, sure. You're exactly right. right. And that's why the bank tellers and even people in the, the gift card sales like Target, they're trained to say, are you sure you want to withdraw $10,000 transactions for this purpose? And they say, yes. Okay. So they're lying and saying, yes, I'm doing this for my grandkids. But, in mm-hmm. fact, they're going to be sending it to somebody overseas. Or Interesting. Okay. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Thanks, Thanks, Anthony. So that's why it's difficult for us to prosecute those cases because they're perpetrating a lie as they're doing the transaction in the first place. That so makes sense. Like, yeah, I didn't even think of that. It's a well-thought-out scam. Yeah, yeah. 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 Thanks. They make money. It's their job. It's their professional scammers. They make, uh, there was a case in Poland that got blown apart a few years ago. $74 million was recovered. 
each person only got about ten dollars per thousand dollars they sent. That's how deep these scams go. They got you. You could have sent ten thousand dollars overseas. You got a thousand dollars back. So, Anthony, how prevalent is this? Oh, was that? How prevalent is this? Oh, it's very public. You can go on the FTC website. You can go on the uh, FBI website, IC3.org. You can look up all these cases whatsoever, and, and people are just, they're not informed about it, and they continue to make these mistakes. It's sad. Wow. That's a shame. That's yeah. nuts. All right. Thanks, sure Anthony. Appreciate it, man. Well, they're hopefully putting a dent into it. Uh, something that he mentioned made me actually think of another story that I caught uh, locally. Um, because he was talking about going on the FCC's uh, or on the website. Yeah, it wasn't the FCC? Yeah, he did say the FCC. FCC. Yeah, go on the website and find out this information. Do you guys see where the Philadelphia Police Department is putting up the um, basically unsolved uh, yes, murders? Yes, I did see this. No, um, so they're, basically they're, like a almost like a cold case file, right? Yeah, they're putting up information on on murders that they can't solve and kind of putting it out there for like the public, crowdsourcing it to take a look at and see if they have any information. Um, essentially, available. yeah, and, and so this is. This is intriguing to me, and I kind of have my my detective hat Here's on. Here's your hobby. Because <laughs> Rochelle and I have uh, ordered for our family a few times these murder mystery kits. Yeah. So you get these. They're files that they send you. And, you know, someone, there, there was a crime that was committed. It comes with uh, crime scene photos. It comes with um, statements from witnesses, statements from suspects, police interrogation reports, uh, newspaper articles, yeah. all this information. You go through them, and you, you have steps that you have to follow that, you know, like step number one, you have to prove that someone was in the room at the same time as this other person. Once you figure right. that out, then you can go on the website, enter what you think it is. If you're right, then it'll say, okay, now you can open uh, envelope number A and move on to the next step of whatever the process is. And eventually you get to find out who it is. So we love doing this type of stuff. And you could do, you could turn the same activities to perhaps, I mean, listen. You're not going to have the the wealth of evidence and information oh, no. available to you. In fact, but yeah. but to peruse it, if especially if it's in your area, it might, it might be kind of interesting. I I haven't looked at it yet, but I think Steve, it's it's that very thing. It's only if you happen to have be privy to some knowledge. You heard somebody say right, something and right. it'd be a tip that you could pass along as opposed to, I'm going to go, I'm going to go hit the pavement and I'm going to start, uh, start, you know, Detective Bronfman, show me the file cases on this. Yeah, it, it's not going to happen. Yeah, but I'm, I'm got, with uh, SHI we got some poopy boys in here. You better give them whatever they want. So this is, like you said, Casey, kind of crowdsourcing and there are rewards that are available for some of these a particular murder well, cases, so you that. could make money off of it potentially. The vast, the, right now, the Use vast the sort of net of information of just general people, somebody somewhere, yeah, you know, I might mean, know something. Well, yeah. yeah, so you're getting you know more brains on this than than the the, the police department can really lend itself to. Uh, there's a show on Netflix right now. It's new, and it's basically uh, it's crowdsourcing. Uh, to find like mystery diagnosis for like these really weird um, I saw it. illnesses. And so and it's uh, is it, who is it? Uh, who's the uh, the journalist who's uh, right? It's New York Times. Um, it, it, I, I, is the um, uh, people pu- publication that is uh, sort of like running this uh, this series. But I, I watched one. This guy was um, he was like passing out and his heart was stopping and it was like really really weird. Couldn't figure out what was going on. Couldn't figure it out and so they had one doctor from Yale who was yeah. you know working with Johns Hopkins, but then you know they they just sort of threw it out there to the to the masses. Like, has anybody else ever experienced anything like this? And you know, do you have any ideas of what you think it could be, might be? And um, and th- they're doing it for a whole bunch of different types of illnesses. And, and I think again, it's a brilliant idea. Yeah. And if it helps alleviate somebody's somebody has a you know so maybe they're one of. Two hundred people in the in the country that suffer from a situation, 
Throw it out. See, you know, throw it out and see if there's somebody else who can give you some. Mm. You don't know. It, you, sometimes it just takes the the person who really has the information to hear that someone else is looking for the information. Yeah, yeah. People are texting in asking me the name of that game, and I, I just texted my wife to uh, to find out. So well, I, I've forgotten. Th- did you play the video game that has the actual? Um, it has the actual actors playing the the. Um, you, you were supposedly looking at their deposition videos. No. So there's there's I forget the name of it, but it was it was all the rage about a year ago, and and so it comes with the full kit and the video. You have actors acting out. Looks like police step, you know, deposition yes, videos. That. It was very cool. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I that might it. be something for you to look into. I have got to look. I love that type of thing. All right. So, uh, listen, Casey's telling me we need to take a break. So, we'll do that. I'll see if I can find out the name of that uh, when we return. But uh, these are a couple things from the junk drawer. I actually have a lot more. I don't know if we'll do a second version of that or not. But uh, as we take a break, our friends from Godshall's Turkey Bacon are here, and they've got some giveaways for us to give to you. And I'll take call number 18, and I will give you a six-pack of coupons good for six full-size packages of Godshall's Turkey Bacon, and every slice of Godshall's uh, comes packed with six grams of protein and real wood smoke flavor. Godshall's is the turkey bacon pork bacon consumers prefer. 215-263-WMMR. We'll be right back. Nickelback hits Atlantic City this Saturday at Hard Rock Hotel Casino. MMR's got your shot at their exclusive side stage cove for a concert experience you'll never forget. This is how you Listen this week to win your way in. Winners get tickets and access passes to join our own Brent Porsche at the show. WMMR.com for complete details and giveaway schedule from 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. So, Spider-Man-wise, when I was going to, uh, I fly pretty regularly, the indoor skydiving place. I haven't been in a long time. My shoulders. Anyway. Uh, You're pregnant. There was this guy there. There was this guy there, Monty. He was one of the, uh, bless you, one of the instructors. And he's really great at doing tricks in the uh, in, in the tube. And so he would do this thing where he would be crawling on the wall because you can do that. Oh, yeah, yeah. And so he would crawl on the wall to, like, kids that were sitting there. And he would turn around and he would he would pretend like he was shooting webs up in the ceiling. Now, I'm going to try and do this, like, cross-armed. He would do it with, yeah. with his arms across like this. He'd do it like his right and then left. And then he would pull as if he was pulling the, um, huh. the web. Just like Spider-Man yeah, he would does. pull like this, and then he would shoot straight <laughs> oh, up to the awesome. ceiling. Oh, man. Which looks real when you're actually flying through the air. It's pretty damn cool. That's but awesome. this guy doing the backflip. That was that's awesome. Well, Did you get a lot of response on social media from that? Yeah. Oh yeah. People were yeah going crazy over it. It's it, he was. I'm telling you, he was great. That's great to see Tom Holland himself do it. He yeah. can backflip like he's incredibly adept at the gymnastics. He came into one press conference for this latest Spider-Man movie, and he had the the costume on, and right there, boom, does the full thing in the movie that in in the uh, in the first one where he does the backflip over the bed. I love yeah, it. that's him. Yeah. Yeah, it's so cool. I would, I would love to be, well, for a number of reasons, be one of these actors that, that plays a superhero. Because number one, you're in phenomenal shape and you look amazing. Or they just make you look like you're in phenomenal shape. <laughs> but to be able to, for a special occasion, don the suit and go to a Make a Wish kid or a, or an ICU yeah. or something like oh that. My God, how. You know, uh, so Chris Evans and Chris Pratt do it all the time. They're buds, and they go to you know, obviously he's uh, Star Lord and, and Captain America. But there's a, there are a couple of people who do. First off, on a, just a general level, 
to don the Batman, a real legit Batman costume, even, if, you know, for me, would be the S. But to do that and do as a number of these guys do, which is they go to these children's hospitals and, yeah. and do the deal and put on the presentation. That's so cool. Yeah. I think I'd want to wear the Thor outfit. Yeah? Yeah. I don't know. Hmm. There's a lot of Not the cool Scarlet ones. Witch? <laughs> Thor, uh, Thor is pretty badass, but uh, so like for it. me though, Batman the most for me the, the iconic Iron Man is is great. Yeah, because that's a that's, that's a suit, that's a, you know, yeah. it moves around clunky, and stuff. But That'd be pretty cool. Yeah. So this guy that we hired actually has uh, it's called Philadelphia Avengers, and that's what they do charity work. They will go out to um, like hospitals and and you know kids that might want to see these superheroes. And he looks like he's actually in good shape. Oh my! He was in great, phenomenal. shape. Okay, because some superheroes just say, "God bless you. I'm really happy you do it." But you don't look. Well, yeah, I've yeah, also yeah, made the does. joke. Uh, <laughs> there's a difference between Captain America and Captain Central America. Well, and you know what? <laughs> the adults were like looking at this guy. They're like, he could actually be Spider-Man. Like he was that fit. Yeah, yeah. I wow. wonder what it looks like through that mask. I wonder what your how good your vision actually is. Well, listen, uh, Spider-Man swings through the cityscape without ever colliding, and so I yeah, assume every. Spidey senses, too. Yeah, so does this guy. <laughs> yeah, <man>. All right. <laughs> we think Kathy would pay for someone without Spidey senses? Come on. Mm. Anyway, it's really cool. Check Kathy's uh, Instagram account. May I make a request? I know we're going into this. We're trying to figure out what to do here, Preston. Yeah, may I mention something first? All right, yes. The the uh, the, the unsolved mystery thing. Oh, that, you found the name of it. Yeah, it's called Unsolved Case Files. Uh, my wife and I have done this a couple of times. They send you all the information. It costs... I don't, my wife ordered it, but I want to say it's in the range of like $30, $40. From the files like of SHI Poopy. But it's called Unsolved Case Files, and they send you everything. And we do it as a family. We all sit down, we read all the evidence. It takes several days. I would absolutely hate that. It's no, fun. <laughs> yeah, but that it's sounds very cool. If you if you guys love you guys love escape rooms, you love meticulous yep. games. It's this type of it's right up day. your alley. Anyway, what were you going to say? Well, uh, I know you do have some uh, the uh, uh, culinary stories. I do. Yeah, you want to go there? I think I do. All right. Uh, okay. Let's do the connoisseur. Yeah. Hey. All right. Let me, uh, let me put on my little hat. Come out and smile. We and should have a little bravery. Wave my little he's hat. He's not wearing a hat, even though he says he is. He's the connoisseur with a whole bunch of food stories. And since we're eating a whole bunch of turkey bacon products, I got hungry. And I thought it'd be kind of nice to hear this stuff. I could start with one that might take up the entire no. uh, connoisseur segment. Well, I Is it that good? Well, it says 15 foods that make you fart incessantly. Oh, boy. Here we go. Well, that's... And why? Well... We could dance with that. I could. I'll give you a couple of them, and if it seems stupid, I'll move on because I do have other. Well, things. The, like if it's as good as the thing about why things are shaped the way they are yesterday. Uh, I'm sorry. That <laughs> no, was there was a couple of good ones though. Uh, so <laughs> let, let me give you a couple. Of these. So your farts are a combination of two things: the air you swallow and the food you eat. This is according to uh, Doctor David Poppers. <laughs> uh, Dr. Poppers is a fart doctor? Yeah. Well, that's perfect. Uh, he's a MD, PhD of gastroenterologist and clinical associate professor of medicine at NYU Langone Health. Uh, <laughs> farting is completely normal and healthy. Of course it is. But it's also extremely inconvenient, and some foods may affect you more than others, and that's <laughs> because everyone harbors different bacteria in their gut, says Dr. Poppers, which are typically responsible for the gas you produce. Uh, and it says the following foods, however, seem uh, to be common offenders. And here's why they make you gassy and what you can do about it. 
Which, by the way, I didn't know that part about the air you swallow. I always suspected that. Did it, you? Well, I it can because obviously expert. you can belch. Yeah, yeah. He's <laughs> actually Casey has a research grant from the <laughs> Dr. Popper's Institute. Uh, I would say I, I'd say this is that um, you know for the same reason Casey you can you can force a belch by inhaling that you. Uh, yeah, yeah. Eventually, it makes its Certainly. way all the way down. Yeah. Uh, so cruciferous vegetables. This I've always heard. Cruciferous. These are uh, vegetables you associate with Motley Crue. No, uh, (laughs) they are broccoli, cauliflower, cabbage, and Brussels sprouts. Right. What is it about them? They are particularly high in fiber, a type of carb your body can't digest. Uh, Unlike most other components of food, fiber reaches the large intestine intact. The majority of the bacteria in the GI tract live in the large intestine. Bacteria have the capacity to utilize fiber for energy, and the byproduct of their metabolism is gas. Uh And that's where that comes from. So, uh, of the cluster, you know, and we, as he's saying, we all have different reactions to different things. What what tends to light your pilot light? (laughs) Uh, Oddly enough, the thing that I... I, uh, Absolutely, 100%. I'm like, that made me fart. Uh, my buddy Will makes a, a special bean dish. So beans. And, but not specific. I, I, I need to find out what kind of beans he uses because it was those beans in particular that did it. Because I can have baked beans and not have an issue. I can have green beans and not have an issue. Lima beans? Uh, they weren't lima beans, for sure. Um, they may have been... Uh, man, navy beans. They may navy have been navy beans. beans. Yeah. Huh. Uh, but I'm not 100% sure. So that does. How about you? Do you have something 100% uh, that'll kick it off for so you? So for, for me, like um, the the greener stuff, like broccoli, things, you know, that that are more See, on yeah, that nature. I don't get them from that. However, I do drink a super um, vegetable powder, you know, that's a, just because I, I, I uh, now really I've fallen in love with the Mediterranean diet. So we eat a lot of that stuff it's in it, and it's great. That will do it. And then actually we had Sid Wilder in here and she talked about I have these Quest chocolate chip Cookie dough protein bars, those mothers will okay. blow your O-ring out. All right, so uh, now this I didn't know. Oats and whole wheat bread. Doesn't do it for really? me. Really? I've never no. had a correlation In fact, I can use that to plug up a problem. Uh, I wonder, Press, because yeah. I remember when we were uh, jarring our farts for a contest, yep. you made sure you drank Blue Moon. because Blue that, Moon. And that's a wheat beer. 100% gives me really gnarly gas. I mean, like, you know. Now there's it, just, it smells horrible. There's expulsion without odor. <laughs> Why is everybody looking at Casey's daughter? Because Casey? she's she's looking at her dad, shaking her head. <laughs> you want to get on the microphone? <laughs> I'd love for you to share whatever you want to share. We want to hear. Uh, whole grains make you gassy for the same reason uh, the vegetables listed above do. They have a uh, they are equally high in fiber, but I've never noticed that. Is dairy um, on this list? Uh, yeah, I'm eventually going to okay. get this. So, uh, by the way, uh, it says you don't want to skimp on fiber, though, since it's uh, great for your heart, digestion, and weight. Instead, increase your intake slowly by eating an additional serving of high-fiber food per day until your stomach gets more comfortable with it. Drinking enough water during this process. I drink a ton of water. It will help ease the gas. So, for every five grams of fiber you had, increase your fluids by eight ounces, uh, says the doctor. So, okay. it's only around the two, you know, again, like... um. um as I said, this one protein bar and this this veg this vegetable powder drink that are are really uh, guaranteed go tos when you want a fart. Yeah, I will say that if I ever deny a fart, uh, you better believe me because uh, I you know I usually own up to it, and if I'm lying about it, 
I'm usually lying. You're, you're you're approaching it from the etiquette side, right? Now. No, no, no. I'm usually like laughing about lying about. It, but I, I wanted okay. to say that because uh, yesterday the dog farted and it stunk up the room, and I got blamed for it, and and I denied it, and they didn't believe me. <laughs> And your, uh, your daughter's laughing, <laughs> but like I'm like, Casey will never lie about. Do, do you? Mm-mm. Let me ask you. Uh, My father's many things, you but he's not a liar about his farts. Was your father telling the truth about uh, just here, Casey? Yeah, seriously, yeah, come, yeah, on, no. come over to the microphone. What? Yeah, come on. We, we, otherwise, we can't hear you. <laughs> yeah. So we have the headphones. On, I have to ask: you. Do you believe? Do you believe your dad when he says this stuff, or is there still a little bit of doubt when he blames the dog? Uh. Well, he blames it on us sometimes. Oh, really? Goes, of course. Casey, why'd you do that? <laughs> but, like, again, that's a joke. <laughs> you can tell. You can tell. Did you see that? Yo, you can tell. Yeah. Who's the worst? Who's the who's worst? Casey's or the dogs? Your father's or the, the dog? The dog? There you go. She's being honest. Man, I forgot to tell you, so on the way back mm-hmm. from Hawaii, we stopped in L.A., uh, switched planes, got on board. Uh, a gal sat next to my wife and I, and she had a dog. It was a really cute dog, and I didn't mind at all. The entire flight, the dog's chin was resting on my thigh, and, and I was totally cool with it, yeah. you know, because it was a really sweet dog and everything. The dog oh, farted yeah. the entire flight from <laughs> oh L.A. to, to Philly. Oh I didn't God. say anything about it, but the dog, you could you didn't hear anything. No, there was no, no. audible sound. But it was farting, and it was not, it didn't smell human. You know what I mean? Yeah. It yeah. smelled it ungodly. It didn't smell, no, it wasn't so rank that I was like, look, you got to get We got to divert this plane. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> but so your dog is, is worse than dad, huh? Yeah. Because I've smelled it's, it's some really nasty. Silent but deadly. Silent but deadly? Yeah. Okay. All right. I think, you, you got work to do, Casey. Yeah. <laughs> have I told you guys this before about the guy at my gym who works out in front of me? Yeah, yeah. he 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 fars all the time, right? It, like, and I want to die. I'm on the stepper, and the the, the ellipticals are in front. So, <laughs> yeah, you don't hear anything. Well, I do have headphones on, so I, I don't know. Whatever. Is but... he doing it with every step, Steve? Like, yeah, right, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, and it, it, I was like, it, I want to die. And so, the, just the other day, there was a guy on the stepper next to me, and I mean, clearly you could smell it. And I'm like, this guy probably thinks it's me. I mean, it like punches well, you in the face. Just say no. It's this guy who's essing himself. Yeah. Excuse yeah. me, it's that guy, yeah, yeah, not no. me. This gentleman over here is essing himself. I mean, but when you're working out, you're like breathing heavy. <laughs> like, I'm, so I'm like sucking this in. It's awful. <laughs> Honestly, right. be a, be aware of it, especially yeah. in a public place like that. All right, so uh, Nick, to, to answer your question, milk, cheese, and yogurt. That's what does it for me. Da- okay, so yeah. dairy contains a uh, type of sugar called lactose. You guys have heard of that, but uh, many people have uh, trouble digesting it because they have insufficient amounts of an enzyme called lactase. Are you moderately lactose intolerant, Nick? I think or? I must be. I wasn't when I was younger, and I think it's developed over the last few years, but you know what really gets me is like at the end of the night when I want ice cream, which is, you know, obviously we all love. You have to lay down a tarp. Uh, no, <laughs> I just, I got to pace myself, or I can't have have it too late before bed. Okay. You know, if I'm going to go out for ice cream, it's got to be in the 7 o'clock hour, not at the 8 o'clock or 9 o'clock hour. I think I, I consider it a personal achievement if you're in bed, and I'm sorry I have a whole bunch of animals. If I, if I can make four or five cat head turns. Yeah. Cat head turns. <laughs> I've really pulled off You've a good one. you won that yeah. round. Yeah. yeah. 
So that's your daddy. Uh, it says this can lead to bloating, gas, or even constipation, which I've always been. That's always uh, bizarre. How can it lead to constipation when you're, you know, farting like crazy? But anyway, in fact, about well, because six, the seed gets caught. About sixty-five percent of people have uh, trouble digesting dairy as they grow older. Uh, that doesn't necessarily mean that you're completely lactose intolerant or allergic, though. Some people are merely sensitive to it. Hmm. So you can try drinking reduced lactose milk or uh, taking lactase supplements. Hmm. Uh, to see if that eases your stomach problems. If that. you experience severe abdominal pain, though, you should check in with your doctor and ideally a gastroenterologist. Uh, now, here here is some that I did not know: apples, bananas, and peaches. Never heard of that what? as being conducive to farting. Yeah. If yeah. I may use a technical term, uh, it says your body loves fruit most of the time. If your stomach feels <laughs> a bit rumbly. After your daily apple, it could come down to the fiber once again. Fiber uh, seems to be the culprit in a yeah. lot, though fiber's good for you. Uh, but fruit is also high in natural sugar like fructose. And he said, although it's less common than lactose intolerance, some people experience gas and bloating from fruit because their GI system doesn't break down all the sugars in fruit properly. So these carbohydrates reach the large intestine and serve as food for bacteria, which produce gas as a byproduct. So the big... <laughs> The biggest offenders include apples, peaches, raisins, bananas, apricots, prune juice, and pears. Okay, so prune juice we hear is uh, you know something that will get you it's supposed to loosen you loosen up. you up. So uh-huh. I would I could see prune juice, but I always thought that things like apples would be very innocuous. Yeah, yeah. But I guess listen, there we were all different complex mechanisms with different different things. Like, all right. so. Uh, I'm sorry. No, no. It's just it's just fascinating to hear that. Cat. So fruit. I know fruit does affect some people, though. No, it doesn't affect me. I know you want to ask. No, it, not you. It, no, 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 no. Yeah. You just eat a lot of fruit. Yeah. That's why you're farting all the no, time. It oh, God, it's unbelievable. Yeah, oh, that's why we we actually had to paint the one wall in the office. We need. We do need to take a picture of that tub. That you bring okay. in every day. Okay. I only have strawberries today. It's impressive. No, we Next need the week. we need the medley. Okay. All right. So uh, here's an obvious one, and I'll move on to some ones that aren't so obvious. But beans are on the list. There are magical fruit, Preston. Most legumes, I guess is how you say that, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, which legumes. is Dutch for fart. Uh, which include lentils, nuts, and peas are high in fiber. It's Dutch for fart. <laughs> I think peanuts are legumes. Uh, are they? Where did I, that come from? I think you might be right. Yeah, they are. And. Uh, yeah, I, they are. High in fiber. That's the craziest thing I've ever heard. Along with sugars your body can't digest properly, like raffinose and uh, stechios. Aren't those Uh, the two dolls you had? Is it? Yeah. (laughs) Uh, So bacteria in your intestines break down these sugars, resulting in all sorts of gas, like hydrogen, methane, and even sulfur, responsible for that rotten egg smell. Didn't you report a story on somebody who was receiving surgery? And had such a buildup of methane in their body that they caught, there was a fire that, yeah. that resulted, there was a spark, mm-hmm. and yep. it resulted in a fire in the operation room. All right, Casey's telling me i got to wrap up. Damn uh, it! But uh, I'll just mention well, how, this. How, can you get to the, how, you, how you stop it? Well, soda and seltzer water are one of them, and that has to do with the, the air getting in there. All right. Protein can uh, can cause as well. It says, if gas is becoming a constant problem, taking a tablet like Beano with your meals may help since you- it contains an enzyme that makes uh, fart-inducing foods easier to digest. Have you ever tried Beano? I have not. I have, and I'm not sure whether or not it worked. That's the thing, right? Yeah. By the time it gets in you there, forgot. you may have already, yeah, yeah. it already may have been gone. Yeah. You have to uh, take it in advance? 
Like, it that... says while yeah with your meal. So. Yeah. Okay. Uh, you may also. Do you remember when George Kennedy right. was, yeah. was endorsed? I mean, like they couldn't. Oh my god! A... When I start to farting, they couldn't pick a better guy. Yeah, a yeah. Big dude to uh, to endorse Bino. What actor would you associate with fart? <laughs> hmm. Well, I have to say George Kennedy. <laughs> uh, you may also want to try keeping a food log for weeks, uh, and you write down what you eat, how much of it, and how it makes you feel. Uh, this can help you pinpoint the worst offenders. Huh. Uh, take note, any other b- bothersome problems like constipation, stomach pain, or heartburn, or nausea. Ah. All right. Uh, so anyhow, we got to wrap it up. Damn I'm it. sorry that the connoisseur was all about farting. Yeah, but, but that's all right. Uh, real quick, by the way, I looked this up. The immediate root words, uh, the word fart. Do yes. you guys want to know where that comes from? Please. Sure. Because uh, I thought you would get a kick out of this, Steve. Uh, the roots are in Middle English words, furtin, fjortin. Uh, and farten, and it is kin of the old high German word furzon. Really? Which stood mm-hmm. for what? Which, uh, it's also Greek and Sanskrit. The word fart has been incorporated into the colloquial and technical speech of a number of occupations. But it doesn't say what the high German word meant? Furzon? Furzon. Furzon. Don't know. Don't know what that means. Okay. Well, anyhow. Uh, furzon. Sorry, this is the only uh, story <laughs> I had from uh, my file of uh, food stories <laughs> for the connoisseur, but... You get what you get and you don't get upset, quote Casey. <laughs> All right, with that, we're going to take a break and uh, let's give away some good eats. We do have uh, Godshall's turkey bacon. So good. Yep, won't make you fart. Uh, no, in fact, it'll make you smile. Although it is loaded with protein. But we'll take uh, call number 13215263WMMR and I will give you a six pack of six packs. And uh, let's see, you can find Godshalls in new easy to see packaging at Acme, ShopRite, Redner's, and Walmart. We'll be back in just a moment. Make sure you stay with us. What's new? Glad you asked. Disturbed. Revivalists. Motionless and white. New music. More of everything that rocks. On 93.3 WMMR. Those clouds have been lingering all morning. Uh, I know we do have possibly a midday shower uh, to contend with today, but our temperature is only going to be around 74. It's going to feel kind of cool, actually, considering what we've had the last couple of days. Uh, but tomorrow, sunny and 80 degrees, and uh, Sunday, partly cloudy and 77. Sounds like a, a fine weekend to me. It should, yes, it should be exactly what we've been waiting for. We had a weekend, a couple weekends back, that was called the weekend of the summer. This might eclipse that. It's pretty close to it, yeah. Let's take our final look at traffic. Kathy, what's going on? 202 southbound at Skiles Boulevard. The offer ramp closed with construction. Uh, looks like 95 northbound uh, between the airport and Broad Street. We've got jam traffic. Uh, this is a slow-moving maintenance crew setting up in two lanes there. South on 95, slowing Allegheny through to Girard's Google Expressway. Still backing up eastbound. The Blue Route to Conshohock and Montgomery into Spring Garden. And then on the westbound side, City to Belmont. The Vine westbound slows to Ben Franklin Parkway to the Schuylkill Expressway. A few things in New Jersey. Uh, in Berlin, we still got Cross Keys Road that remains closed between New Freedom Road and Turnersville Road. New Jersey Turnpike South at Burlington Mount Holly, right lane construction northbound between 322 and 168. Right lane closed with construction there as well. This traffic report brought to you by Adventure Aquarium. See new baby sandbar sharks at Adventure Aquarium. Shark Summer presented by Metro by T-Mobile and September 2nd. Visit AdventureAquarium.com for details and tickets. And that's your traffic on 93.3 WMMR. All right. Thank you very much, Kathy. Marissa sent over an email of just uh, some cool stuff you might want to check out. Uh, she says there's some stuff that you might want to share. 
Uh, so I share my stuff on the radio. I don't share it on social media, so I will share it here on the radio. Uh, we have uh, the Chris Barron interview and performance. Yes. Uh, this is all on uh, WMMR.com, PrestonSteve.com. We have the Daily Rush sexy dog food commercial. Uh, the uh, Daily Rush of Paul Gilbert performing in the studio. We have a flashback of Peter Fonda's interview and photos. And Kate Flannery. And uh, when she was on talking about the uh, Dancing with the Stars. The Belly Flop Championship videos and photos are up. The videos are great. The photos, some of those are even cooler because yeah. locked in time, right when yeah, the yeah. splash is coming up, and there's I have some goofy, goofy facial expressions and stuff that uh, those are worth checking out. Shapoopy, and we have the John Travolta interview and photos. The Daily Rush video of that will be coming out. We're going to try and uh, have it coincide with the week that that movie, The Fanatic, comes yeah, out. Yeah. So that'll be out as well. So lots of cool stuff, honestly. And if you do see something like that, you you know. Send it on out. Put it on your social media. Get yeah. the word out because a lot of the amount of people have been coming to at least to me over the past couple of weeks saying that they really enjoy the Daily Rush videos. That in a way is sort of a highlight reel if they if they miss something yeah. or didn't get to hear a part of the show. Yeah, uh, they they kind of it's now become a a, a regimen that they're involved with. So. And and if you uh, if you don't want to like plug in the whole Preston and Steve show podcast, we have what's called the Fun Size Podcast. Yep. If maybe you miss a portion of the show, this might be the portion of the show that you've missed as opposed to having to go through the whole thing, which is pretty easy to do anyway if you do the whole podcast. What? You paused after saying whole. Yeah. So you go plug the whole. Fill in the blank. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Jam it in in there. Force it if you have to. Thanks, Dick Bob. (laughs) Uh, So... So all of this is available at PrestonSteve.com. Sometimes you can't get things into the hole. Right, you got to plug uh-uh, it. Uh-uh, uh-uh. Sometimes you, you do. Jam it. Right. So anyway, uh, that's uh, that's all I have to say. The end that. of the week. Man. Let's do the Bizarre File. <laughs> now, bizarre. WMMR presents Preston and Steve's Bizarre File. Brought to you by Godshalls. They're here, by the way, and coming soon. Godshalls new bacon package. You can see what eighty percent less fat looks like right up front. They brought in some of those. Well, the the thing that's rocking my world today. They have these croissants. These are called songs with turkey bacon and uh-huh. cheese. Would that be their maple bacon goat cheese and ricotta? No, that would not be it. It would be their bacon cheddar stuffed croissants. Bingo. That's what it is. And they have uncured uh, bacon risotto. Balls, by the way. <laughs> so I just want to make Nick happy and Thank say you. another titillating word. Balls. I said titillating. Oh, you can't uh, stop. God Shawl's new easy-to-reach packaging is coming soon, by the way. Okay, this is just not cool. In a bizarre series of events, an Ontario, an Ontario family whose dog went missing recently received a note accusing them of neglect and read, I have your dog, so stop looking for him. Wow. And now police are investigating the theft that has shaken the dog owners. Veterinary technician Jordan Leggett and her family have been worried about noticing, uh, after noticing her brother-in-law's Labrador uh, retriever Buckaroo has gone missing late Thursday night from their cottage. Her vacationing brother-in-law has been recently spending every day there relaxing and playing with his one-year-old dog. And she said Buckaroo loves to swim and dive in the water, but because he likes chasing four-wheelers, he's always tied up when we're not outside. Uh, so stressing that Buckaroo and their two other dogs are never left alone for too long and not without water. But last Wednesday, they noticed Buckaroo wasn't tied up, so they thought he was off running around. 
Uh, they waited for some time, but as nightfall came, they eventually drove around trying to look for him. And since then, they've uh, spent the better part of the last week knocking on the neighbor's doors. But on Monday, they found a typed-out note on their drive- driveway that read, I have your dog, so stop looking for him. He deserves a better life than you gave oh, him. Oh, wow. Yeah, right? Uh, huh. Legate said that it was devastating and scary to find the note. Uh, she said her family feels threatened and is now worried th- to have any pets at the cottage at all. Uh, they note uh, that they went on to criticize the dog's skinny appearance and accuse the family of neglect with the thief claiming the dog was saved from a miserable life. Uh, but Legate said that the thief doesn't understand the full story. She said a buckaroo appeared underweight with missing patches of hair because of a recent discovered food allergy. And she said the dog has been slowly regaining his weight with new food and medication. Uh, she said if the thieves had uh, just come over and talked to us. There you go. They'd realize it's not that we're not feeding him. I'm all. I'm a fan. Of, I'm absolutely all for interceding on an animal's behalf. But you have to go. You go talk to the people. Yeah, call the police or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so they're investigating the case. I actually thought about stealing a dog one time. Uh, I was living with a buddy of mine, and people that lived behind us, they had a dog house. People don't really have dog houses anymore, but they, they would leave the dog outside in the dog house all day, every day. You, you like can. they would leave for work, and it's that's a, where the dog would it's be. Borderline abusive. Yeah, uh, man. yeah. I don't know if it is or not. I just didn't. like I was it. on South Street one time, and I saw a dog that looked like Scooby Doo, and I was going to take it home, <laughs> and then I realized it was our program director. <laughs> he was tall. Yeah, yeah. He uh, was going to. He was going to an event. Contest, yeah, yeah. So. <laughs> Anyhow, two Florida tourists got quite a scare on a ride at a Florida Panhandle apartment amusement park without even leaving the ground. Video footage shows the two men about to be launched from the slingshot-style ride. Oh, this blows my this This video footage we were looking at, Preston, it scared the crap out of us. At Cobra Adventure Park in Panama City Beach, when one of the ride's two main cables appears to snap and fray. So this is that one... That they hook up, they, they you're, you're attached onto two cables, they go up to two really big towers, they pull it down tight, and they let go, and it shoots off like a slingshot, straight up in the air. It's the one people always pass out on. Chrissy Hurst of Havana, Florida, posted the video on Facebook uh, that she and her friend were at the park on Saturday night when they happened to run into an acquaintance and his brother-in-law who was visiting from California. Hurst said that she has ridden the ride many times, but her friend decided not to at the last moment because of a bad feeling. Well, they ended up recording the video instead because the ride's video system was not running. Uh, And one of the ladies jokes in the video, you're going to be screaming like sissies in about 10 seconds as the cables were tightening. She (laughs) says this, and just as the ride is about to launch, the video shows one of the cables snaps. If you guys can find the video, put it up on the screen here. It's it's, it's pretty wild to see it. Two things could have happened. Number one, that cable could have come down and hit somebody and killed them. And number two, it could have launched and snapped in midair. Watch this. We're watching the video. Look at how hard this cable hits oh. the ground. You'll see it. Bang. Oh, wow. And those things are heavy. Uh, so anyhow, uh, the uh, the video cuts off as the rides to attendants start to unbuckling the men from the ride's chair. Officials at the park. Can I get off now? Could not immediately be, immediately be reached for comment. Uh, Hearst said that the park did give the man a refund, but she said, I, I don't feel like anybody was really apologetic. Uh, the scare did not stop them from hopping on the go-karts before they left. Uh, but her said she'll never go on a ride like that again. So we're led to believe there's that they have it's a backup cable on the other side. So both sides have two cables. So, but still, it it increases your chance of something really bad happening, right? Absolutely. And in the video, the one person has their hands up in the air, and like even after it snaps, the hands yeah. are still up, like ready to go. Whee! Are we done yet? Whee! Mm-hmm. 
A woman is facing multiple charges after authorities claim she burglarized the house before she was located half naked in the trunk of a man's car. Mm. Kristen Hart is facing charges. Uh, excuse me, charges of second degree burglary. Authorities responded to a burglary in progress. <clears throat> Hart was allegedly involved in a scuffle with one of the victims, a 64-year-old female, and had part of her shirt ripped off while she was seen running out of the residence. Uh, during the scuffle, a car showed up, and the person asked Hart if she needed help or if she was assaulted, and that's when Hart voluntarily just got in the trunk of the man's car. Authorities pulled over the vehicle, and the man told them that she was in the trunk. How did she get into the... Who opened the trunk for her? I, I don't know. Maybe the guy did or did something like that. Crawl into the glove compartment? The guy gets pulled over and says... Got a girl in the Here. trunk. Yeah, get in my trunk. I'll take you to the hospital. Uh, the driver told deputies that he realized something wasn't right, panicked, and didn't know what to do. Hart allegedly stole pill bottles, debit and credit cards, $150 in cash, and a fake $1 million bill. <laughs> do you take $1 million bills? Authorities also said that uh, they recovered <laughs> iPads from a theft at the STEM school that were found in the vehicle as well. So she was busted. And there you go. That is what I have That's in the our file for you. We'll break. We'll come back in just a moment and make sure you stay with us because we got a lesson question coming up next. Love Preston and Steve and WMMR? Check out WMMR.com for more of everything that rocks. Diamond jewelry doesn't have to be expensive. Have fun buying jewelry for someone you love and don't hate the price you pay. Feel the difference online at IHateStevenSinger.com with free shipping. Buy real diamonds from a real jeweler. Steven Singer Jewelers. That's IHateStevenSinger.com. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Sorry. Guess what that is. What's happening? I, it was like on automatic, and I hit a button, and I thought I was going to do that really cool music bed that played, and it skipped right over that and went to this, which is our lesson question music. <laughs> well, it's okay. <sighs> you know, uh, by the way, that was Imagine Dragons and uh, Demons on uh, 93.3 WMMR, so I guess we'll get right to the lesson question. <laughs> Why not? We got the music playing already. How about this? If you can answer this correctly, we're going to give you a pair of tickets as MMR Rocks. Jim Jeffries, Saturday, October 5th. And the question I have for you is, Kathy had an Uncle Rich, but the older folks called him Dick, and Steve had an uncle named who? 215-263-WNMR. Yeah, Steve's uncle's name. If you heard it earlier this morning, it's not Dick, it's something else. What is it? 215-263-WMMR. And we're going to do the trash while you're calling in. The trash business is a gold mine. 93.3 WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. Brought to you this morning by the Philly Pops. Come together, Pop. Pops rocks the 50th anniversary of Abbey Road, November 8th, 9th, and 10th at the Kimmel. Tickets are on sale now. At phillypops.org slash Beatles. What's going on this morning, Steve? Well, Miley Cyrus retaining full custody of the seven dogs, two horses, two mini horses, three cats, and a pig that she shared with Liam Hemsworth during their brief marriage. As part of the agreement, Hemsworth will retain the right to pretend he's a, he is upset about that. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Mr. T, I don't know if you saw this. He's suing a cannabis company that is marketing a strain using his name. Mr. T's lead attorney says that they have already filed a motion of pity against the aforementioned fools. <laughs> and finally, 65-year-old Dennis Quaid seen on a romantic getaway to Lake Como in Italy with his 25-year-old girlfriend, Laura Savoy. Quaid says that despite the 40-year 40 40 year age difference, she sits on his face. Oh, oh. <laughs> And that's your heart attack. Nice to know. Yeah. Uh, the lesson question today. Um, Kathy had an Uncle Rich, but the older folks called him Dick. 
Uh, Steve had an uncle. What was his name? 215-263-WMMR. Let's see if uh, Kevin knows the answer. Hey, Kevin, how you doing? Hey, Presbo. Yeah, buddy. All right, what was Steve? Dick Bob. Am I allowed to say Dick Bob? Yeah, but that's not the right answer. That was yeah. you did. And, you did and thank say you. It. Appreciate it, Kevin. Sorry, it's not Dick Bob. We were, we did say that, but Steve's uncle was something completely different. We'll go to Max and see if he knows the answer. Hey, Max. Hey, what's going on, guys? Hey, not much, buddy. What was uh, Steve's uncle's name? Was it Uncle Stank Vagina? Stank yeah. Vagina. Do you remember what it was short for? Something with an L. Lewin. Lewin. Yeah. And he went with Stank Vagina instead. Phil, that was Stank Vagina. In case you didn't know. That. <laughs> Casey, that was uh, Stank Vagina. Thumbs <laughs> up and uh, Casey's daughter's shirt, too. Uh, hang on a second, Max. We're going to get your information. We are going to give you a pair of tickets as MMR Rocks. Jim Jeffries, Saturday, October 5th, 10 p.m. at the Keswick Theater in Glenside. And some tickets remain for the early and late shows at AXS. Dot com. Time for music news. Now, Preston and Steve's music news on 93.3 WMMR. Yeah! 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 Music news brought to you by Course Photography, capturing all of your awkward family photos since 2007. By the way, this news comes straight off the teletype. Yes, it does. You can visit them at coursephotography.com. So, Five Finger Death Punch has uploaded another video from the recording sessions for the band's upcoming 8th album, tentatively due out next year. The clip follows the band and producer Kevin Churko as they work on the LP at Churko's Hideout Recording Studio, located in the group's hometown of Las Vegas. Guitarist Zoltan Bathory recently said that the band is taking his time making the album, explaining that it will be what it will be. Mm, that's an interesting insight. Uh, at the end of the day, we are in a fortunate situation where we can take as long as we want to. Um, so near. We can be in the studio. <laughs> we can be in the studio forever if we wanted to. Looks like <laughs> they have a full gym in there. Uh, yeah. Watching a video. Steve. <laughs> we'll take as long as we want to. <laughs> uh, the disc will be the first to feature drummer. My name is okay. uh, Charlie the Engine Engen. Uh, who made his live debut with the group during its fall 2018 tour of Breaking Benjamin. Uh, Engen stepped in for original drummer Jeremy Spencer, who left the band last year due to a back injury. Uh, did you guys hear about this? Seattle Mayor Jenny Durkin yeah. proclaimed uh, yesterday as Lane Staley Day in the Washington City in honor of what would have been the late Allison Chains frontman's 52nd birthday. I think that's a nice touch. Yeah, and... Part of me, I was like, well, why? I, yes, I understand he was famous and everything, but he did kind of ruin his own life. But the day is also meant to draw attention to the Lane Staley Memorial Fund, which was established by his parents in 2002. And they strive to provide hope, education, support, and treatment funds for heroin recovery. Do you know who was there in for the Seattle music community? For the announcement, and I thought this was very cool Sasquatch. No. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Hey, wow, came out of hiding? Came out of hiding and everything. He wow. thought it was important enough. Uh, so Staley's well-publicized battles with drug addiction brought Allison Chain's uh, career to a virtual standstill in 1996 with his death, and it uh, seemingly put an end to the band as well. But of course, they, you know, got it back together, and they got a new singer, uh, William Duvall, joined in 2006, and, and they're doing great. Cut three studio albums with the band. How it's been a while since they've been to Seattle. How how fully are they embracing, you know, the Seattle? Uh, the, I mean, the, the grunge flashpoint. 
By the way, I've never been to Seattle. They're yeah. Not, I'd like to go sometime. They have a great museum. It's uh, called the EMP, um, Experience Music Project, I think it's what it's called. So, and, and does yeah. it, is it basically an embracing of that well, that whole chapter in rock? But not just that, because it's, yeah. it's got that 90s sound, but it also has a lot of Jimi Hendrix stuff. And, true, and, true, and, yeah. Uh, heart, and yeah. so there's... Um, Sasquatch. Sasquatch swings by, yeah. There's a big... Um, <laughs> Uh, Harry and the Hendersons part of the Absolutely. museum. Is it John Lithgow? Uh... Right, the Wh- Lithgow wing. <laughs> but uh, no, they're they're very uh, they're proud of the the music accomplishments. Why wouldn't you be? Yeah. <laughs> uh, Stone Temple Pilots are streaming a live version of the hit track "Interstate Love Song" from their upcoming 25th anniversary edition of the band's 1994 sophomore LP "Purple." Uh, the performance was captured at the New Haven Veterans Memorial Coliseum in New Haven, Connecticut, August 23rd of 1994. By the way, it's Dean DeLeo's birthday. Dean DeLeo's birthday today. Uh, the audio for the entire show is included on the new edition of Purple. And although it was filmed for a live home video, the footage has since gone missing. Uh, hmm. The Super Deluxe 25th Anniversary Edition of Purple will be in stores September 13th and includes newly remastered version of the original studio album on both CD and vinyl, plus the live show and unreleased versions of album tracks and rarities. Among the previously unreleased music in the new set are demos of songs like Unglued and Army Ants, early versions of uh, album tracks such as Meat Plow <laughs> and Interstate Love Song. Not familiar with Meat Plow. Uh, neither am I. Plus acoustic recordings of tunes like... As a farming tool, it would be very ineffective, I think. Like Big Empty. The collection will also feature three unreleased live performances, plus a demo of She Knows Me Too Well, a song that the Beach Boys originally recorded uh, we have in 1965. Well. Fire it up, Case! Yeah. Band always had a great sound, man. I am. Uh, I, I, I as of late, I've been nostalgic for the sound, yeah. for that just grungy stuff. Yeah. All right, and then one last story. It seems that some of the material from soon to be announced new uh, the new Who album might be over fifty years old. Meaning Pete uh, has drug up some old songs that he's. he's wow. Written. Uh, Pete, who along with Roger Daltrey will kick off the Who's North American leg on September first. Uh, at New York's Madison Square Garden revealed, um, I gathered about 15 or 16 songs to present to Roger, including two that were rescued from 1966 and never recorded by The Who. Uh, There's no narrative. Uh, Some listeners to the new songs have said that they can sense an underlying story. Uh, That was never my intention. I wanted more than anything to prove that I can still write songs for Roger's voice the way I used to in the 60s and 70s. But also that together we could break some new ground. In uh, I needed to drop new songs for my own dignity, he says. The rumor what? is that uh, they're going to break out space people, Steve, and I haven't you, heard that really? yet. Really? Long time. I mean, that's <laughs> that was actually, that was supposed to be part of Quadrophenia. Yeah. By the way, he said, I'm fairly certain I will never top Quadrophenia. They come from space, so they don't come from here. These are the space people. Does Sting perform this in the movie? <laughs> 
Yeah, he's in Quadrophenia, the movie. Is he? Yeah. I didn't know that. What? Oh, there's Bill Weston here. Bill Weston. Man about town? Yeah, he portrayed Ace Face. Yes. Ace Face? Ace Face. Like you Taser know, Face. I've never seen the movie. Is Ace it, of, Ace of Base? Ace Face? Ace Face. Okay. Ace Face? Ass face. Ass face, taser face, and ace of base. Sting, you may remember me as ass face. Well, Sting, perhaps you should look for me in Quadrophenia where I play ass face. <laughs> uh, actually, the Quadrophenia movie, I think, is pretty good. Yeah? Yeah, it is All good. Right. Yeah. Uh, you know what? Uh, i got to put that on the list. Uh, by the way, he said, I'm fairly certain I will never top Quadrophenia. In the case of this new album, I had to face that fa- the fact that uh, touring and performing for me is not the most important part of what I do or who I am. I am good at performing. And I find touring easy these days, but where I find myself pushing at the very edge of my creative ability is in the recording studio. Do you think, I would love to see this, like we had the Stones released some some new stuff, and you, do you think they could blow it out again and get a... Nope. Yeah. <laughs> they could put know, out good You know music. what I'm saying? Yeah, but it's not going to be And to get hit. traction on it? No. Do I think that what, say that again? I'm sorry. That they they could put out a song that would... You know the who? Yeah, uh, that no. would get. Yeah, that would that would really take right uh, and sell. And it'd be uh, miraculous. It'd be so cool if that happened. No, I mean it's it's hard to find. I mean, once you've done Space People, it's it's hard to find acts that are really in the classic rock category. Yeah. that could that could turn it around and and write another hit song. It's happened a couple of times. I Do think. you remember one? Well, Just, Santana well, did with with Supernatural, you know, and like so he he was sure past his quote unquote prime. Well, yeah. the, and the Doobie Brothers had uh, I forgot Bill. There was a, in the late eighties they had a, a a fairly decent hit. You remember what that was? Yeah, I think it was called The Doctor. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It was like fifteen years after their last. It was hit. enough to get radio airplay and sell a bunch of records, but I don't remember The Doctor. Yeah, yeah. Steely Dan had Jack of Speed, and that actually that album won the Grammy. Yeah, but it back was not. It was not. It, it was not like. You know what I'm saying? To a go hit. back, to go back, a hit like past glory. Yeah, reinvigorate I mean, it, a full national tour. Right, yeah, right, right. Yeah. Well, let me ask you. It's uh, hard, Nick, because Pearl Jam still puts out new music. It's been a little bit, a uh, little while. But like, do you like the recent albums as much as you yes, like? But okay. that's that's like if I had another kid. You know, I would mm-hmm. love the kid just as much as my first child. It's just the the, the band that I fell in love with. Uh, that was 25 years ago. So, you know, when 10 and Versus came out, to me, that's the iconic Pearl Jam song or sound. And we just played a little STP. I mean, to me, that's like what STP was great at when they were at their best. So when a band puts out, the Stones have put out new music. The Who was recording. Bruce. Yeah. Yeah. All these bands. You too. You know, yeah. bands that the I love. did. Yeah. yeah, that, yeah. The, it just doesn't quite catch the way that it once did. Right. I think it's just you, you're, you just get used to it. And that's why I think some of the best songwriters out there will... Change it up. Well, no. Well, what they'll do is they'll just become songwriters, and uh, and they won't become performing artists anymore. They'll right. just write beautiful songs and music for for other upcoming I artists. I mean, there's great music that comes out, but mm-hmm. it, like as Preston points out, the, the trick is getting the track. Now we'll we'll play stuff, mm-hmm. but even even here, you know, Bill and you know, it, it's curated. It's is it worth playing? Yeah, Paul McCartney hasn't done it in a while, but he was continuing to yeah. put out new albums, and they yeah. just they wouldn't grab you know but. no but then he did that thing with rihanna and uh yeah oh yeah Kanye, and that, it was a four or five seconds yeah it was a hit in a weird way for paul right you right. know uh by the way nick uh had pulled up this information it would have been uh keith moon's birthday today uh born in 1946 but uh he died at 32 wow there's yeah. some great footage in the documentary the kids are all right 
where it's uh, him and uh, Ringar sitting there. They're uh-huh. both lit up. Yeah, I've seen it. Talking about being drum players, yeah. and they're talking about Roger Daltrey spinning, spinning his the microphone. Because it's actually very good because as people throw produce, he sort of dissects it up so it doesn't. And it, they're just and they're laughing and they're having a great time. But I mean, ultimately, they were both. They, you know, Ringo had to go into, uh, you know, detox and mm-hmm. the whole thing. And, you know, it, Keith was not Keith so lucky. Yeah. yeah. All right. Anyhow, that's what I have in music news for you this morning. We're going to take a break. Uh, when we return, we give away a Word of the Week prize. But before we do any of that, I'm going to give away the last of my turkey bacon. Turkey bacon! God Shaw's turkey bacon. I have two of these left. I have two uh, six packs of uh, coupons good for six full-size packages of God Shaw's turkey bacon. So we'll take callers 15 and 16, and we'll give those to you. 215-263-WMMR. That's the number. Go ahead and give a call now. Uh, we'll be back in just a moment. Stick around for the wrap-up. With so much rock coming to BB&T Pavilion in August, we're calling it MMR's first rock residency. Featuring nine killer rock concerts in August. Listen for free tickets and great grand prizes. This week it's tickets to Skinner's Last Stand. Slipknot and Volbeater at the Knotfest Roadshow. Plus your shot at the Santana Grand Prize VIP package, including limited edition lithograph, merch, and more. Check WMMR.com for a complete list of concerts and grand prizes with some of your favorite bands. Tickets are on sale now at Ticketmaster.com. Rock with us this August at BB&T Pavilion. It's our rock residency. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. Hey, listen, if you uh, if, if you're having... Um... If you're in a funk, I've yeah. noticed myself, I, I found myself in a funk not that long ago. Were you? Yeah. And I got out of my funk. How? That's a good thing. I don't know. It just happens. Let me you tell know? you the, 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 the aspects of a funk. There's, it's twofold for me. When I find myself in a funk, I'm in the funk to begin with, and then I feel like a dick for being in a funk. Yes. Yeah, yes. yes. And then, so yeah. I'm beating myself up for exactly what I'm in because, like, listen, you're blessed in so many ways. Yeah. There are people who have much, um, far worse off, and yet, and now it's worse than it was just with the regular funk. Yeah. It's I, funk plus. I just want to put that message out there. It's, you know, because it's funny because, and, and I've now learned to remind myself, you're just in a funk. It's all right. It's it. It'll pass. Something, yeah, I know. And you yeah. can't even put your finger on why you're so pissed off or, or upset. And, and then the next thing you know, it doesn't happen one day. Hey, I feel great. Yeah. No, yeah. it's just like all of a sudden like, hey, oh. I'm not as funky anymore. <laughs> right. This is all right. Just okay. drink through it. Or you could drink your way yeah, through that it. Helps, Kathy's, it helps, Kathy. Kathy's funk reliever. <laughs> I mean, it, it, Dear God. it's all it's but, booze, hey. honestly. I it's know. Helpful. Alcoholism gets disparaged <laughs> constantly, but those people are always happy. Kat, you say stuff. You I, say stuff like that, and Jackie Bam Bam worries about you. <laughs> well, I was going to use MMR as an example to maybe help you ease you through these uh, these issues, these times. And uh, Jackie Bam Bam will be along shortly to help move that along. But uh, but hang in there if something's going on. All right. Uh, listen, we uh, just thank you to God Shaw's Turkey Bacon. Yeah! Hey! Morning. They've been our, our only friends today. <laughs> today was exemplary, though. If you're going to have fun. a friend, uh, a God Shaw's friend is a good friend to have. The food was really extra spectacular. Yeah, so thank you, uh, God Shaw's Turkey Bacon, for coming by this morning. Now, on a more sad note. No. I know one of our interns is leaving. Danielle. Yeah. It's her last day today. It's rough. I know. You You said you were, uh, you feel like you've been here forever. You I've said. been here since January. It's been a two-semester thing for me, and I, the time flew by. Yeah. 
But you have been having a lot of fun, right? I've loved every second here. Oh, man. Like, this is one of the coolest jobs I've ever had. That, well, I'm not being paid for it. But <laughs> <laughs> it's one of the coolest yes. things I've done ever since, like, school. Yeah. And I don't know. It's like, it's been surreal. Yeah. Well, we've all been, you know, you got to stick with it. You got to stay, you know, join the MM Army, be a party because your, your work ethic's good and we've loved having you around. So you're going to do that, right? So yeah, this, this isn't to. the end. Okay. I love to. I want to spend like as much time here as possible, even though it's like over now. But yeah. I, I really, I like Danielle a lot. And, and part of the reason is she kind of took me to task. <laughs> she had been here for a few weeks oh, and then yeah. she just comes in. She, she goes, Preston. What's my name? Oh, man. <laughs> Did you know it? Like, oh, no. Now you know it. I know it now. Yeah. And she totally, she called me out on well, it. Well, how many days did you wear your name tag? I just got this, like, I don't know, a few months ago. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. No, but I don't, I don't need that. No. Yeah. I don't need to see no, 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 yeah. no, 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 no. He's all good she, to go now. She, she called me out. I wanted to make out. sure you remembered my name because you said you were bad at remembering names. So I, I wanted to be remembered. Okay. Yes. Well, I, I will forever remember you then. Where did you go to school, by the way? Uh, East Stroudsburg University. I just graduated in May. Congratulations hey. there. Nice. What was your major? Uh, communications with two concentrations in broadcasting and media studies. Okay. And what do you want to, what would, what's the ideal thing you'd like to do with that? Um, anything that involves getting to work with celebrities and travel (laughs) (laughs) and travel yeah that that was like my that's what made me come here because when i started school i did i wasn't into radio i started it like towards the end of my first semester because of my friend vince and it just progressed from there i realized how much i actually enjoyed it and it just took me into so many different directions i never thought i would do because when i was little i didn't do anything like this before yeah and my dad is like ecstatic about it. Well, that's good. A lot of people come in and they come in and say they're they're in communications, but they're focused in a slightly different direction. When they get an experience, uh, hands on, and you get Marissa runs an incredible program here, and and it's it's hands on every aspect of the show. We're not kidding when we say you're you're going to help produce this show and help put it on. Yeah. Uh, then they start to say, "Wow, radio's a, an option." I do aspire to be like Marissa. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Was your dad surprised? Are you a little? You seem a little introverted. Yeah. Is that why? Okay. Yeah, because, like, growing up, I was really shy. Yeah. yeah. And, like, when I got to college, I tried to, like, find my way, and then that's where, like, I tried, started to, like, find my place. And then when I started applying for internships, I was like, where am I going to go? Where am I going to fit in? When I came here, I had no idea, like, where I was going to go, what I was going to take, what I was going to do, and, like, where I would fit in. Yeah. So I was like, I'm just going to wing it and just see what happens. Well, well, you've been going great guns. And yeah. you fit right in. Yeah. You fit right in. Uh, well, cool. Well, thank you very much for helping us out. We appreciate it. Would it be cool if I give a shout out? Yeah, yeah. please. Okay, so my dad and his coworkers are listening. <laughs> so I promised I would mention all their names. Is that okay? Yes, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so um, there's a hundred of them. <laughs> it's just a few. So um, my start dad- with Dick Bob. <laughs> <laughs> so um, my dad Andrew and um, Chris, Tony, Mike, Dom, Cruz, and Joe at a. Uh, 1-800-RADIATOR. 1-800-RADIATOR. Now, what do they do? No, no, okay. <laughs> so you know that's in Philadelphia because if it were anywhere else, it would be 1-800-RADIATOR. Radiator. Yeah. But in Philly, it's 1-800-RADIATOR. Yeah. Oh. No, no, no. It's okay. You're good. It's perfect. Uh, well, cool. Uh, so we hope to still see you sometime. Hopefully, you'll, you'll get a job around here. That'd be really cool. Uh, but enjoy the rest of the summer, and uh, and thanks for being here. Thank you so much. All right, you bet. <laughs> oh, it's Danielle. Oh, yeah. i got a couple of ideas for her where she right. can pursue her career. All right, we'll help. Excellent. Uh, well, I, we should do the letter of the day. He's here. I know is he's he? here. I saw him in, get off the elevator. There he is. There yes. he is. 
He's just oh. back. He tried to. There we go. Jackie Bam Bam has made it into the studio. We'll have you sit next to Daniel. Oh, my God. He's waving to uh, Casey's daughter, Casey. Yeah. I love her. Yeah. Has she? Have you guys met before? Yeah, she's been in my back cave just like your son on many occasions. Yeah, they were in his basement trying on Mummer's outfit. <laughs> that's right. That's yeah, right. They were, yeah. Sounds weird. It's it a- is very weird. <laughs> and speaking of, you got Godshaw's uh, Turkey Bacon here today, and they hosted our Mother's Day at the Mummer's Museum with your mom, Casey, and your entire family. Mom was trying on all Mummer's hats and all. <laughs> yep. She's definitely a Mummer's fan. Yeah. Yes. All right, why don't we do the letter? You ready, Jackie? Oh, I am ready. Let's make it a good Kristen one. Kristen and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Now, the daily letter. All right, the, pres- yeah. the Preston and Steve show is brought to you today by the letter. Think about this one, the letter Y. All right. Letter. As in, Engve Malmsteen. I like it. Oh. All right. I saw him in concert, you know. Caller number 9 at 215-263-WMMR. Call right now. We have this very cool setup for you if you can identify the word. We need to know the word. Uh, so give us a call right now, 215-263-WMMR, and let's see if you can get <laughs> it correct. Uh, you got some cool stuff planned for today, ma'am? It's Friday, and uh, it's the last you know day for me holding down Pierre's show, and I am, I'm super stoked, and we're really going to go crazy today. The Metal Gods, Workforce Blocks, uh, Judas Priest is on the docket. It's Rob Halford's birthday yeah. come this weekend. Uh, you mentioned Dean DeLeo. Grew up listening to WMMR with Pierre Robert. We'll uh, do a workforce block of STP, and then we're going to mix it up a little bit because uh, another birthday who uh, shared with Rob Halford, uh, Vivian Campbell. Yes. White Snake, Dio, and of course, Def Leppard. So we'll include all that, and don't forget we have our last pair of free tickets to see Collective Soul. Myself and Pierre will be out to uh, host their show, Parks Casino, uh, coming up in October. And I have a little dedication for Yo Romano because I stalk her on uh, Instagram. She had a birthday party for a little boy, and she didn't invite me. And I saw this big Spider-Man slide thing in her backyard, and I'm like, we have a little song for little Chase. Oh, that's pretty okay. cool. He's going to play a song for Jason In the today. sweat Thank set you. today. Yeah, In oh. the sweat set. Okay, yes. uh, we'll be in the car, so we'll be listening. Oh, yeah. Okay, call me. Okay, and his name is Jace with a J, just so you know. J, not Chase. Right. Right, right. Okay, perfect. He loves Superman. No, he loves Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Or Spider-Man, my bad. Yeah. And then her name is Kathy, not Zelda. I got a little funk going on here, Steve. No, it's okay, we man. We just talking about that. You, Maybe. Uh, unloosen the bandana. You know what you need? <laughs> no, you need new nail polish. That's going oh, to that's gonna, that's gonna take care of you. Your nails need to be done, dude. I did them uh, when we had our Beasley uh, big banquet earlier. And they look really good. Wait, for that. They Are they holding on pretty chipped good? up? Yeah. Since well, I'm then? not like Casey boy, you know. I don't. I yeah. can't. You lose. need to go get a manicure. Yeah, I let them dry. Say. That's the problem. You don't let them dry. Maybe next week. When okay. You know. We can go. To, I'll take you to get your first. Manicure. Oh really? We have a date? No, but I'll have, take you. Do you, you ever? Do you ever last minute use a black sharpie to fill in some spots? No, no, no. It's almost like the gray hair. Put that in your hair. Nice. All right, we're going to go to the phones and see if we can get an answer. We were looking for the ninth caller, and, oh, we're still working on that. Um, what? Yeah, oh. I thought we gave him uh, hell? lots of time. Well, it's because Danielle's in Danielle's here. not working yeah. on the phone. That's yeah. why. It's all going to fall apart once I leave. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, no, we have a caller. It's Susan. Hi, Susan. How you doing? I'm good. How are you? Wonderful. Susan, you are one word away from winning the prize. What's the word? Happy. Great day in the morning! Yes, thank you, Jackie. Happy is good. Yeah, Susan, this is pretty damn cool, man. We have a pair of three-day VIP passes wow. for Keystone Comic Con, 
And, you know, it starts today, so you're going to have to make plans to get over there today. But oh on God. Sunday, on, yeah, <laughs> it's at the Pennsylvania Consenter, the Convention Center. But on Sunday, Tom Holland is going to be there. Woo! Yeah, Spider-Man Far From Home. So you get you get access to all that stuff. It's freaking right? awesome. Congratulations. Oh, my goodness. Thank you so much. That's awesome. My Excellent. daughter just texted me and told me to call, and I called. Yeah. 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 Your daughter? Run, Your daughter. I'm, Take her to gymnastics. Yeah. That's <laughs> awesome. I love, I love that. I love that. Accent. Thank you, Susan. Congratulations. Thank Hope you, you have a great weekend. You're and awesome. if you meet Tom Holland, send us some pictures, all right? And uh, don't forget that it's more than a, con- than a Comic-Con gang. The Keystone Comic-Con is a weekend of whole family fun. You can get tickets at Keystone.com to... No, no, I'm sorry. KeystoneCon2019.com slash tickets. That's how you get those. That's this weekend. It is going Excellent. On. I want to thank our sponsors. President Steve Show has been brought to you today by Duncan, the official coffee of the President and Steve Show. Uh, and the President and Steve Show runs on Duncan. Also brought to you by uh, DHY Motorsports. Go fast, go now. Go to DHY Motorsports for huge month end savings. And French Creek Outfitters in Phoenixville with everything you need for the great outdoors. FrenchCreekOutfitters.com. Why take a chance with anybody else? Uh, next week on the program. We're going to have from the film Britney Runs a Marathon, uh, Jillian Bell. I love her. From the movie. Love yep. her. And the director, Paul Downs, will be here as well. Uh, and also in the studio will be David Eigenberg and Brian T. from Chicago PD and Chicago Fire. Our buddy Adam Ferrara. Hey. Was he on Chicago Fire? No, he was, was on, he on? Uh, Rescue Me. Rescue Me. Another uh, first Fire responder sponsor. show. Yeah. Uh, but we love Adam Ferrara, and uh, we're going to have a Not Your Average Listener Whoa! next week, yeah, which is very cool. And listen, before we wrap up, it's always a good idea to listen to the very end because I have a four-pack of four-packs from Metro by T-Mobile to give away. I'll take call number 20 at 215-263-WMMR, and that's four-pack of general admission tickets to the Philadelphia Zoo, Adventure Aquarium, Clementon Park and Splash World, and the Santana Concert, Ooh, which is nice. tomorrow night, by the way, at BB&T Pavilion. Planet Earth is calling. Recycle your old old phone. So let's take a winner as we leave. That's it. We are done. Rage on. Have yourself a great weekend, a safe one. And we'll see you on Monday, gang. Bye-bye. <laughs> Preston and Steve love hate you. Line. You know, I never thought I'd be saying this, but I agree with the tunnel guy. And what's up with people that can't drive over bridges? It's also the same road. Next message. Brooke, I know it's a little late. I just wanted to say happy birthday to Marissa, and I love you as I love everyone on the Preston and Steve show. And today, when I punch out, I will officially be on vacation for the day. Yeah. Next message. With all this rain, I'm starting to build my ark in the backyard. So if anybody wants to come by with a hammer and some nails and some boards, please help me. I think we're in for a big one. The Preston and Steve love you, hate you line. Call 484-434-1333. MMR rocks. Brought to you by DellToyota.com and DellChevrolet.com. Jack, sell them for less.